Hey there, Probably Scientists. Andy here, wishing all of you a happy new year. We just wrapped up recording this bonus episode of the show because Matt and Jesse are still out of town. And uh, it is a doozy. Um, it's it's a little bit loose. It's a lot loose. And we just threw a mic in the middle of the room and had a bunch of funny people talk about 2015. So uh, I hope that all of you understand this is not considered canonical as episodes go. Um, it's just a fun little thing. And uh, we'll be back to doing regular episodes very soon, but we wanted to put out something to tide you guys over and um, try to be a little positive about the year that was. Uh, we really appreciate all of you supporting the show and listening and donating, and we'll be sure to thank our donors on the next regular episode we record. But for now, um, please enjoy this bonus episode with seven friends of mine and take it with a grain of salt. I hope that you have a good time with this and with the coming year. Probably science. Hello and welcome to Probably Science, a bonus episode, a post-holiday recap of 2015. Um, my name's Andy Wood, and Matt and Jesse are not in town right now, so I thought we should still put out something. It might not be very science-y, but um, I brought together some of my favorite people to talk about the year that was 2015. I think I've been on record on this podcast as saying it was a garbage year, and it was in a lot of ways, but there are a lot of great things that happened also, and things that we all learned, and I thought it'd be fun to bring friends together and talk about things that we liked in 2015 that we would recommend listeners and people who enjoy good things to check out. Uh, I guess I'll just go around real quick and introduce everybody. These are all people that have been on the podcast, with the exception of one new comic who will be on in the future. Uh, we have TJ Chambers. Oh, well, welcome back to me. Why would I say that? <laughs> <laughs> to I became an audience member as of the time I was going. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Good to be here again. And Riley Newton. Hello. And this is Travis Clark to my right. That's me. Carl Hess is over here. Welcome to TJ. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Laura House is back. I'm Laura House. Woo! Jagication. Hello, I'm here. And new to the podcast, Mitch Burrow. Hi, thanks for having me. Yay. Yay. Solid round table. Very solid. <laughs> I like that your intro was like, this episode is going to be something. It's, gonna be, like, it's, it's not. It's not nothing. I think we have a track record of putting out bonus episodes that are uh, zero expectation. Yeah, free really. That's fun. Possible sponsors don't listen to this to get a feel for this show. It's an outrage. People it's shouldn't a... pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> um, so yeah, I asked all of my friends here to think of things that they liked from calendar year 2015 and do with that suggestion what they will. So did anyone do that? No, I did. Nobody. I said it. I'm just I here just for the riffing. I said it before. I said I'm just here for riffing. I prepared now. You called it. Should I start with something? Yeah. 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 For no other reason than that Carl can riff on it. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think that's going to sound. Give you something to work with. I'm going to set the tone. I'm going to do two recommendations. One traditional, one non-traditional. Uh, clearly Fargo. The television program Fargo yeah. is one of the best things out there. Uh, it might even the two seasons that have come out so far might even surpass the original movie, which is not even my favorite Cohen movie by a long stretch. Uh, but the TV shows, both seasons are amazing. They have this ridiculous cast. They pay homage to the Coens stylistically, but they do their own thing. And I think in this season and in both seasons, like the cast are 
every person is doing the best work they've ever done. Like, I can't think of anything I've seen Kirsten Dunst do I like more than this, or Patrick Wilson. And Ted Danson, like, I was like, oh, it's stunt casting, but then after the first episode, you forget that it's Sam Malone. He was great. It never felt like Sam Malone to me. And I I have never, I don't like him or his wife. Oh, I, I don't. I find them like not even early cheers. Come on. Well, sure, early you know, cheers. Like but I was a child. No, I just. I'm just saying. I'm not generally. I feel like they're like an overrated. You're anti dancing. Whatever they are. So yeah, I'm not, I've never. You're anti dancing. They both annoy me in a way yeah. where I feel. I feel like they're presented in a way that's like, aren't they so great? And we're lucky they're here. And I always feel like, no. Clearly, you've never watched Batman. What was the that was? It, I it? have. <laughs> Right, but that was the problem with it, though. Right, it was like here you have to like this. That He's so I couldn't get over the that fact you... that it was Sam Malone mm. in Becker. Like it was, but then he did. Uh, what's the Board to Death? Board to Death. Board to death. He was great in Board to Death. I don't really like that show. How's he on CSI? Like, are you able to? Four shows this year. He's on CSI. He's on the. Is it Dance and Renaissance out there right now? It's a dance Renaissance. It's the Tennessee songs. He's also, also da- dancing with the stars. That's the end of the podcast. Your kids are all over. There's a new Thank sci-fi you, show where you can find gravity called Dancing on the Sea Land. Ah, you. Can I like that? This is our first great riff. Dancing is our first great riff of the podcast. First riff of 2016, baby. I'm still dancing. So because it's uh, based off of the Coen brothers Fargo, obviously. Uh, did you know that Bill Murray agreed to do Garfield? Because Yeah, he thought it was the Cohen brothers. Movie. Because the guy who directed yeah, it, his, yeah, last, Cohen. his yeah. last name was Cohen. Is that a real thing? Thought, yeah. He thought it was a Cohen. So he was just like, yeah, a Cohen brothers Garfield? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'll do that. Have you seen that? What's that zombie movie that he's in? Yeah, it's uh, Zombie Land. Oh, yeah. They asked him if he has any regrets. He goes, eh, uh, Garfield. Oh, that Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that was really funny. I forgot about that. Is it after that that he stopped answering his phone? I, like, was, I, gotta, I don't even have a Garfield. Is Bill Murray not returning he your phone calls? No, he doesn't. He doesn't answer his phone That's what happens when you fire your representation. You're like, Cohen Brothers movie? Yeah, sign me up. But you have this one where it's like a voicemail that he checks like whenever he feels like it. And then all of a sudden, he works with Cohen Brothers because if he had representation, that would not Exactly. I thought Laura was upset that Bill Murray isn't returning her phone calls. No, he. I mean, he's more of a texter with me. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, but that's fine. Emoji, but I'm, I'm with you on Fargo. I think it was amazing, and for season two to be so good in a totally different way. they do? What Riley has a counterpoint? The alien thing that took me out. I'm sorry. Oh, that was more uh, all alerts. Did that I have you? not seen season two. Okay, but uh, and now it's ruined. And now it's ruined. Okay. I walked out of the movie. Did yes. I never saw the whole movie? You oh. Jackie Cation does. You walked out of Fargo. The yeah, movie? yeah. You, you are. Right. We hear this story. Yeah. Do you know what? Because uh, there was a lot of tension. You guys. <laughs> I would. Really, are you guys all watching that murder Wisconsin? Okay. Yeah. 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 You yeah. started. Do you know what? You know what I have. Enough of you. Well, let me just tell you that there is a, a lot of injustice and shitty cop work going on in real life. There's not a goddamn chance in hell I'm going to watch it now that it's all been put together in a 
10 series Netflix jerk me off. I would go see Mad Max Fury Road over and over and over again like a toddler instead of watching that bullshit. I wasn't a fan of Mad Max. But if there's a troll in Fury Road or some kind of dragon case Mad Max is like the most intense movie ever. Talk about tension. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. You didn't like it. It was so good. No, there was no fucking story. Oh, it was just two car chases. It was first pile out of 2016. Hey, let's, let's make a movie for 13 year old boys. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's exactly what they did that already. No, no, I am a 13 year old boy inside. Yeah. What the fuck? You are the 13 year old boy. No, I, we all are. are. I, I will be crucified not, and I will say it over and over. Mad Max fucking sucks. How is it not the best possible circumstance? Of a studio giving $150 million to someone to go off and do something it is so interesting and different and actually take... You don't like a giant guitar? Yeah. yeah. That you guitar. No, it you was, it was guitar so... Guy. That guitar guy was worth the price of the guitar guy. It was worth so the silly. It was silly. It was silly. It was silly. It was worth me buying the DVD. I feel like I should play that for you. All right. You're silly for liking it. The movie was silly. It's the greatest movie ever made. No. It was better than The Godfather 2. This is where if I were an NPR show, I would just like... Now, right now... Now, right now, they're discussing you. And I would explain that we've just come back from brunch. We've had some mimosas. We currently have Manhattans. But I think... Wait, 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 Jackie. I just want to set one thing. I think uh, we should should all do our best to uh, make this the most listenable thing it can be for the end user. Uh, More yelling. More cross-talking yelling. Okay. Okay, listener, we will do our best from here on out to... uh, (laughs) Listen. Have one person. You made it this far. We make you a promise. Yes. <laughs> one person at a time. Jeff, Jeff don't go. <laughs> We're going to make everybody talk one at a time from now. It's a bonus episode. It's a bonus episode. Okay, continue, Mad Max. But I do, I do want to like Fargo. I wish I okay. did like it because I know that it's really, really well done. I know that the acting is amazing and the writing is right. amazing and it's super tension filled. But. But for me, I would rather die by means of open water than watch a movie like oh. fucking open water. Wow. Oh, just because okay. it's too full. I'm just like, I gotta do laps. <laughs> laps, man. It's yeah. just, I, I just, uh, there's a lot of t- t- tension yes. in real life. So it's, when you I go to a movie. You body just sitting there. Did you, the stutter. Anyway, so, uh, no, I just, uh, but I know that it's really well done. It like, I know done. that it's all yeah. really well done. It's worth watching, maybe not all in one sitting, the same as making a murder, it might be too intense for one sitting. Uh, and I will do my one other recommendation that's non-traditional, which is uh, needle-nose pliers for nostril hair removal. Oh, wow. This, I was introduced to this <laughs> by, uh. Isn't it incredibly painful? It's, Look, it's, it's great. Look, a tough guy. Past guest of the show, Emery Emery, told me that he does that on long road trips to keep himself awake. And uh, like, I realized it's actually better than using those traditional trimmers. Because the trimmers then leave stubble, and then if you ever rub your nose, it's uh, like sandpaper. So if you just leave those pliers, you yeah. just get them all out. Yanking so the hair out? It's really satisfying. I know there's nothing else up there, but I would just be afraid your brain's gonna come out that I was going to grab something you're not supposed to grab. Like that's how the Egyptians would mummify people, right? It's like needle nose pliers. Okay, those are my two. Who's got those recommendations? Well, I, I, I like that life hack. It's a life that's hack. A it's it's life a hack. TV show and a life hack. Yes. <laughs> my actually, my, one of mine actually pivots off of something that got brought up because one of the things that I loved in 2015, I can't recommend highly enough, is uh, being a fly on the wall while your friends discuss all the real murder. I didn't listen to Serial. I haven't watched Making a Murderer. I did watch The Jinx a little bit, but it's, it's actually fun to almost just remove yourself, like parachute, 
out of that situation. And watch them argue. And then watch everyone argue about it, knowing like just enough to kind of have a dog in the fight, but not really. Because people become so impassioned about these, and they've done such a, such a good job of packaging these sort of real, quote-unquote, right. stories, that the way that even lay people who don't normally listen to podcasts and things get inflamed about them, it's more fun to watch if you mm. have it. They're having like a passionate yeah. argument, you're throwing in like nonsense skills. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't okay. think Jerz did it. Yeah, like, what was this guy? Yeah, exactly. do you being the fun of the world, do you ever... Pay for the that's fine. And then just get out of there. Right, and then you back away. I know about it. That's all I know. Yeah. So I think a good challenge for 2016 is to write, to write a romantic comedy that people talk about the way they talk about the murder. Well, it's got to start Matthew McConaughey, yeah. for sure. Is there any way yeah. that can be done? If we get, can get Matthew McConaughey on board, yeah. yeah. If only Matthew McConaughey would start a romantic comedy. Yeah. If only there were a world where he's ever started a romantic comedy. Those are the only romantic comedies that I've ever Guys, enjoyed. One of my favorite things in 2003, we made the first season of Serial. Uh-huh. We made Matthew McConaughey Adnan or whatever that guy is. Okay. okay. And then we cast... Amy Schumer as the lady who who did it, okay. and they, they get to, he gets out and they get together, right? I watched that. See, Sarah Koenig is played by Amy Schumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of no. sort of weird an axe murderer, but but serious or. Also, we take any diversification out, out of it. Yeah, we want to get the Muslim yeah. kid That's is not smooth. Not really, but he is now. Adnan will be played by Matt McConaughey. Yeah, I see it. I will see it for serial. I didn't kill that girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's She's Cadillac. just a friend. Yeah, I broke my Lincoln. But it says that this, but the, the triangulation of the cell phone tower. I don't know about that. That is fun. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Matt McConaughey, let's. I we're focusing on positive. I get it, but I have. How bad True oh. Detective yeah. season two? Oh, I, I was a fan of True I Detective almost, season two. So oh. you, I really like season two. So That's you, you said who, who was it that was talking about the season two of Fargo was different, right? So Fargo, Fargo accomplished what True Detective couldn't with doing it's a second season that was so season. different, but still as but, but not to Fargo. Yeah, the benefit of Fargo, the movie and both seasons exist in the same universe, separated by about sixteen years right. forward and then sixteen years back. So it all ties together. The same people yeah. and the same world happens. Yeah. Like there's. Set that I, I could give a spoiler, but I shouldn't about the the connection from the movie to the first yeah. season. Why not? Spoil it. Okay, fine. Turn off. Fast forward 15 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But the money that is buried in the movie Fargo is picked up by someone that starts a crime family in the TV series that happens 15 years later. Ah, girl. Yeah. I love it. But it's great. Anyway. But also, the, the father, yeah, there was like a, a continuation of a, of a, gener- a, a generational crime family yeah. on both sides. Yeah, so Keith Carradine plays uh, the, the former police officer who's the vigilant father who's seen some shit go down in the first season. And then the second season, it's Patrick Wilson doing the best shit he's ever done. Oh, okay. He's great. Yeah. And that, you're talking about a guy who's in Watchmen. Yeah. 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 I feel like he is he's underestimated. He's, yeah. he's yeah. a great no, was, I liked him as that guy, underdog guy. But Carl, you you enjoyed I really liked season, season two. I've had most of the What'd you like about it? What'd you like about it? I thought... Real shots of Los Angeles? 
Oh man, those I could I could watch uh, Leonard Cohen and weird. Uh, was it Rachel McAdams? Was it how oddly sexually weird Rachel McAdams was? I mean, that didn't hurt. Dude, there, there was a part of the first episode. So there's a part of you. No, she's I. I don't know if I liked it or not. Like I didn't. Um, you didn't hate it. Yeah, Colin Farrell it. tells a child that he will fuck him with the headless corpse yeah. of his father on his lawn in the first episode. How do you not like this scene? Because uh, Vince Vaughn was unwatchable. I don't that's think he was unwatchable. I, that's yeah. how I, put I, 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 I thought Vince Vaughn was funny. Colin Farrell's character I found incredibly inconsistent. And the fact that he thought that was his kid is unbelievable. Wait, did it turn out that they kept taking But it was his kid, was his kid. Tell the casting, the book, yeah, come looks, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's his kid. But it was not really. Well, that's, that's a huge spoiler like, alert. This oh. writer has relapsed, and I'm sorry, and this just seems outrageous. Like, <laughs> someone just said, <laughs> like, like, this just seems. But I want to hear from you why you liked it. I thought it was. That one line. In, in terms of. Compared to season one was amazing. I loved season one, but I think season two was more of a better pure police detective story. Mm-hmm. Season one leaned heavily on this southern gothic atmospherics and the Satanism mm-hmm. occult stuff. Right. Great, it was very well done. But season two is a better pure police show, a better better also, crime story. Season one, you thought right. it was going to end. It, season one was kind Look, of season one was amazing, but, well, but let's not pretend no, that no, weren't no, some no. parts of season one where we were like, oh but, man, but no, no, I don't know. Season about that. season one <laughs> ended with you were kind of like it was almost a little cheesy really? way it ended. It ended really, but even so like see, I think season maybe. two was more consistent all the way through with like. It was always bad. Well, the main complaint that I kept hearing was like it was so complicated. It's like no, it's not. Just watch and pay attention to the show. Like crime is complicated. It was in, in some parts it was needlessly complex, but so was season one. I will say this: I, but season, season and it was unrelentingly grim, but so was season at one. At the very least, if you're a fan of sort of the technical shit, season one had that, like that long pan shot that like went on. Oh, that six minute continuous shot in the that? in the meth shootout was, was um, amazing. I thought that was season. You guys got to know, girl, that has a PhD. So the rest of us, <laughs> yeah. I think I think the, the shootout. Obviously, the six-minute shot in the season one is untouchable. Probably one of the best shots outside of a movie ever season made. Two. Season two, the shootout though is yeah, that was is really amazing. good. Amazing. That whole yeah. sequence, although is fantastic. Season one, uh, Billy Wayne Davis and Andy Haynes did a hilarious spoof called True Baristas, <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, like. Well, uh, I love those guys, and that sounds delightful. Andy yeah. Haynes is doing um, Matthew McConaughey yeah, in the. It was so fucking good. That if now if True Detective season two has something like that to offer, like <laughs> oh, a, a really had some better parodies. <laughs> there was a better spoof of two people I, so who I, I knew. I think we're right. blame Andy Haynes for not setting up a. Spoof. Yeah, he did. Very good. this squarely on Haynes. Get on it, Haynes. <laughs> Um, I have the recommendation, yes. and I feel like I like the tone you said of uh, a recommendation of something to watch and a life hack. Sure. Okay. So I'll, I, I'd like I'll to do my hair to follow the No, a nose hair. A nose hair specifically. Oh, gosh, I can't do that. I got to say, I followed a life hack because I, if you ever, I sometimes do it defiantly. I'm like, there's no way that works. And it did. <laughs> Was they said the easiest way to cut a mango is to cut off like 
a big hunk of it and then slide it down the edge of a jar and then the inside meat of the mango lands in the jar and then you just got that little skin okay. and you didn't have to like mm-hmm. peel it and it totally works. Does the I've jar seen have the exact right size for the mango? No, I, I don't think so. I think it could be a, a jar, a bowl. I think it the... I think the arc of it could vary, <laughs> but I, I, used a mason, I used a mason jar, and then you have a jar of mango, which is a nice thing to Sounds have. Sounds delicious. A jar of mango is good to have, yeah. Uh, and I gotta say, Man in the High Castle. So good. So, so good. good. Wait, did you did you hear about the the subway controversy with the advertisements? Oh, because it was all the Nazi they, stuff. They sh- they okay, advertised yeah. it in New York, and then everybody and it looks like they're like, yay, Nazis. Yeah, it's very. It's, it's, not, it it's a hard thing to. It's a hard show to advertise. Yeah. You think there would have been a little pushback on that one? Yeah, someone, someone might have said. I think we should. We're Amazon. Wow, we're edgy. And one guy was like, "Guys, it used to be a symbol of peace." And they're like, "Whatever, just do it." Sure, yeah. put it on trains. Okay, actually, an ancient Indian. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, it means something awesome. Well, that's not. When I went to India, P.S. I just want you to know to India. But also, when I saw, but when I when you see temple, no one. Warned me that they still use swat <laughs> and I was like, "Boy, these these are not a peaceful Who people." Thought? I was like, "These really are, the Nazis." I was like, I don't, "This Ganesh really ain't." <laughs> Should know that Jackie picked up in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had great space work on that bit. Like Laura was uh, name dropping. Not just ripping, but space work too. I'm doing amazing oh, space work these days, but only on audio podcasts. That's where the that's where the temple was. That's where it was. Man in the High Castle but is man, fantastic. It's so good. One of my favorite shows of the year. The, the book is amazing. It's based on a Philip K. Dick novel where uh, America has lost World War II. So it's an occupied country. The West Coast is occupied by Imperial Japan. The East Coast is occupied by Nazi Germany. And in between, there's a neutral zone. Uh, the, the show actually differs a lot from the book, but it's a really well-done show, and it's a really... It's inter- kind of better than the book. It is. It is. It's, yeah. yeah. And it's a great, like, they had to put a lot of The book is... The book, I mean, it Phil K. Dick, obviously, completely out of his mind. He's a mess. But, but, but the book's every, very interesting. But every time you adapt a Philip K. book... Dick uh, for film or television, you you fix it. Yes, because he was always on opium exactly. or ecstasy, <laughs> which is why Blade Runner is so good because yeah, he fixed it so good. Ideas and didn't Minority Report, yeah. Paycheck. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blade, I, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. He could. I mean, even Ben Affleck in the worst years of his career could not break Paycheck. Paycheck was a great story yeah. in the end, and it was uh, it was not a great movie, but it was better than the book. Um, mm-hmm. Just because the book is always a, it's always a drug-addled mess with Philip K. Dick. Is this like the idea. best uh, in that case? How about this? Is kind of a mess of a movie. Like so, so let me let me ask all of you this: if if there was a, a war that the U.S. could have lost that might have turned out better, what war could we have lost? Korea. War on drugs. What? I mean, look, be, because I protected you guys. Come on. You can take no, no, the no. girl out of it. You, you can. Oh, I do. You can make like a. I, look, I'm from Georgia. I could make an argument for that. Sure, that would be but, cool, no? Because like, and, and a lot of people who point out the fact that the southern states right now are a burden on the U.S. economy, and if they had been able to secede. The economy for the actual union states would would have improved over time instead of suffering from that. Where would you get But 
Harvest Moon. We but live in a biscuitless paradise. I'm saying which can't exist. any any war. We always look at it be, at the wars that we fight as be, us being the good we, guys and them being we, the bad guys. Is there a war like with yes, with we, the man in the high? Like we didn't win alone, but I think there's probably a strong argument to be made that the redrawing of the world after World War One caused a lot, like set in motion a lot of the problems that like we had. Like World War II. Yes. Like World War II. Like World War II. For one World War II, and, and then also all of Carving up Palestine. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, that, that's probably the, dope, the obvious answer that's yeah. like, if that had gone a different way, I'm not sure what the short-term effects might have been, but a lot of these long-term things might have been a little Or a war that didn't. What if we would have went to war with Russia during the Cold War? During the Cold war is... Is what they were? Is communism such a bad thing? Like, well, I think that that kind of like revisionist history. And thinking what might have been is why I like Man in the High Castle so much. Because if you like history a lot, like I do, that you always talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. You always bring up those questions. And this show actually executes a revisionist history really, really well. And really you're nice. right; it kind of fixes like stuff in the book where you're like, ah, I wish this was better. It's yeah. better than the show. And the show is beautiful. It's beautiful. Can it's I, so well done. I've only seen the first episode, so I shouldn't ah, probably criticize you, but okay. I didn't like the first episode. Really? And I'll spoil only things that you reveal in the first episode, so listeners, don't worry, I'm not telling anything crazy, but like the, the piece of information that's being shepherded around in both, in both the, Ger- the German and the Japanese occupied areas is just a film reel of an alternate reality in which the U.S. wins, and that's somehow powerful enough. Like, we have to send this to someone. Even though it was contains, it an alternate? It contains no actionable information. Is it an alternate reality? Because I've, I've only seen the first episode as well. Was it an alternate reality, or is it just a piece of propaganda well, film showing what it is? I've learned from the question. Yeah. 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 And Cara will support you. There you go. <laughs> um, for one, the idea of that film, and this is plot, I don't believe and in spoilers. spoilers, and then I'm also. I would, like to, I would like to tell you my. But also, I'm recommending the book. I'm recommending the show. So okay. the idea of the film was about an underground. It was it was like how people fight in wars. Oh, this is an underground thing. We have to get at these people, and then it's it's learned. Like basically, you there's a benefit when you pass it on to these for like the rebel for like a rebellion. Okay. Well, just so, otherwise, not so actual, not actual tactics. Well, you find no, out in the show. It if you would watch I, it. I, I don't know okay, how to okay. not give okay. spoilers. Yeah, I, I feel okay. like you're saying it's worth. I feel like if you didn't see it, it's definitely worth. Definitely worth. Can, definitely can, worth I, can I also say that uh, Gandalf doesn't <laughs> die in the Lord of the Rings? It's a spoiler. That's a If you have watched the first Lord of the Rings movie, I'm so sorry. But I apologize. I'll watch it. Okay. No, no. I'll but here's what Man in the High Castle does that I, I. What did you love? Need it would make me feel <laughs> fulfilled to say is one. It affected me intellectually. Of I saw uh, a different kind of racism. That well, I saw right. yeah. a, ra- a racism that I related to totally differently, and it gave me a new compassion and understanding of racism itself. Wait, be specific. Right. Okay. What do you mean? White racism. Yeah. I saw white people white. being And that's one of the most interesting shitty. parts of the book when he goes to the house of the couple, the way he's treated, and the revelations yes. that that gives him. Now, because historically white trash. I sound like an asshole. But, but, but like, <laughs> is this like... You're saying like broke ass white people, or well, no? no. In, 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 people that San Francisco is an occupied city, so whites are now second class citizens, yeah. and, the, and the Japanese and, power structure is a charge. Oh, okay. And in Germany, which is, I mean, it's not, it's the East Coast to the Rockies, yeah. so it's most of America. So Germans are like, 
everything. And when even this German guy, when he goes to the Japanese part, he's treated differently. Right. It was just, it was one of those things that was like, I was not expecting, but I, it really affected me. It affected me emotionally, and it affected me of like, oh, imagine seeing this your whole life, even on television, and how just everything would be different. Yeah. Everything would be different in that situation of we didn't win the war in Germany, Japan, but also I just thought of my f- friends of color that were like, oh my god, you've experienced this constantly forever. I love the so, silence in this I just, room of entirely white people. So let me finish. Because like, I'm just saying why I like the show to our listener who is saying, yes, yes I do want to yeah. know. But so it affected me in also intellectually of like, oh, what a fascinating depiction of a, of a different reality. Mm-hmm. Also, um, it affected me of, um, oh, it just had this, I, is it a, I, I don't, it, maybe it's a spoiler, I don't know. You, you see old Hitler? Oh, ne- I've never he's, had the concept. played very well. He's that played amazingly, great. and I've never had the concept of an old Hitler. Right, right. But why would I? So it's and then also just visually, it's it's great uh-huh. and it's a great story. So I man, the high concept. The guy who plays John Smith is awesome. Oh yeah, Love that you guy. see a Nazi soldier have this amazing sort of journey because we we all have our own ideas about Nazism, and then we're seeing <laughs> this. Oh, and for, I hopefully they're coming. It's a science thing. No, but you're seeing the same You're seeing people that you're relating to in one way, and then seeing this other side of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's <clears throat> it's great storytelling. It's it great drama. Is, so, it, is, it, is it a John Boyega style Finn former stormtrooper sort of situation? Have you seen no. Force Awakens? Oh, no. No, no, because that really. was um, no. He doesn't I, turn against the Nazis. That was oh, a okay. little. That was a little hammy. Okay. okay. And this yeah. is more like, oh, of course, these people love their children. That I, I gotta say though, Boyega is great. Yeah, he is. Just a no, he was I not good at all. Boyega sentiment recently. I liked him. I you heard it today at lunch at brunch with me. I didn't like him. We should clarify. I should. I'm gonna treat everyone that they don't know anything we're talking about. I, that would really help me. So uh, we're talking now about Star Wars: The Force Awakens and John Boyega. Who plays of Attack the Block? Thing. Of Attack the Block, which is a fantastic movie. Everyone should see Attack the Block, a movie from 2011, I believe, that is an alien invasion movie. That takes place in one um, British housing complex, mm-hmm. and it's great what they do with very little budget-wise. It still looks very the, the effects movie. still look great. It's really fun. The characters are all well. It's great. Anyway, but in so, that movie, he wasn't trying to hide his British accent the whole time, so he was able to actually act. So he's and Finn, in Star right. Wars: The Force Awakens. He's it came out in a very small. Uh, Attack of Lock was in theaters, uh, very small. It was, yeah. it was, it was yeah. a big movie. It was, it was something. Of a it was all any on demand service. It was a small release, though. I don't think it was like yeah. full nationwide release. No, but whether it was a fun movie. Apple is fun. Apple TV, anything that you could pay to watch movies online had. On Attack uh, of Block. Block better than The Force Awakens. That's what I say. Yeah, sure, probably. I had more fun watching Attack. I mean, Force Awakens was fine. I didn't hate it, but like. Yeah. But I think that guy did a bad job in The Force Awakens. I didn't think so. I actually liked 
Because, like, Star Wars has his element of humor, and I thought he right. played that part really well. Like, there's some funny parts in that movie. movie. Yeah. You yeah. need that. You, need you that. got a boyfriend? You got a cute boyfriend? Like, come on. I mean... I'm he didn't write the lines. He didn't write the lines, but he, he did you deliver them. You write the next Star Wars. <laughs> I would love to. Okay, we'll talk to Ryan. I hope, Jackie, I hope the listeners want to Jackie, what did you think about Voice Awakens? Yeah, what did you think about it? Turns, turns out I liked it, you guys. <laughs> turns out I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, and, I liked uh, it. I liked it, and the thing is, is, is there's people who... I mean, I will be disappointed if... if um, and she is clearly Ray is clearly either a Kenobi or a Skywalker. Right. She right. just looks daughter. There's no two ways about it. You don't like, think there's any way she's Han Solo's daughter? No, no, no. That, 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 that wouldn't come up. It's already happened. I would really not remember another kid. Well, what, it's, I mean, it's yeah. weird that the that that's in the now abandoning their children on different well, yeah. different desert planets. It's very weird. <laughs> and it's also very annoying that. Um, that it's always the the it's it's like it's a dynasty, right? Yes. It's always a yes. it's yeah. not it's never just a regular person who gets to be a fucking Jedi. Well, that's why I, I said just, about I want to be a that's Jedi. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I can't. Well, I would like to get that my is where they went bad, and why I'm excited more so. Maybe this this pivots a little bit in what I'm excited about 2016 because uh, I'm excited about the offshoot movies. Oh, the Rogue. I want to see the Rogue. I want to yeah. see like you built this amazing Young universe. Indiana Jones Han Solo I want to see yeah. that yeah. Yeah. wait what is the Rogue the Rogue and Young Indiana Jones Rogue Squadron is yeah. the next Star Wars movie fall or winter 2016 oh wow yeah. and I is that going to be about Poe Dameron it's, well no it's even before that it's like a squadron they're it's trying to steal four back five, to the Death Star or it's before 4 so I think okay. before it's in between four. 3 and that 4 that sounds cool yeah, yeah it's in between 3 and 4 but what, what, are you watching Star Wars Rebels what that now I should I should be doing more of that because that universe is what makes it fun yeah it doesn't all have to be until the what you said, uh, and whether the conspiracy is about who's what family, whatever, does it all have to be about 15 people or the important people? In the <laughs> right, it's a whole universe. There are more important people than that if you've created an, an entire uh, a rich and robust. Right. Well, when they did this new movie, didn't they kind of, because there are a bunch of books right? Which they, that, they made it, that, that made this huge right. universe that was fans loved it. Or I did, my cousin did, and he, he talked about it. But apparently... When you watch this movie, now every book that has ever been written is no longer in the canon. No, um, all the books are not in canon, but that's okay because uh, I read because now they're like of those legend books, or lore. And each one was worse than the last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, it's not that you're reading I was reading what my nephew was reading because I didn't want to talk You're just to getting madder and madder as you're reading them. This is terrible. I just put it down. Well, and I was like, you started you're on your own. But look, but like with the, with the 14 books, and I'm out. So I gave you 14. That's my limit. Who said she was Hans? You, Riley said she it might be Hans, Hans' daughter. But in the books, his name's not Kylo Ren. But there are twins of Princess Leia and, and right. Han Solo right. who would be Kylo Ren yes. and Rey. And people right. are like, oh, this has to be them. But, but also, Luke Skywalker in those books has a daughter? Or uh, Luke Skywalker, he has Mara, a child, for sure. Mara Jade. Yeah. But because nice of one. that character, more oh, Jay. Everyone listening knows what the fuck. Every, but everyone would be really upset apparently if that's Luke's daughter because the relationship he has with Mora Jay right. is supposed to be really we big. That Who is Mora Jay? Jay? She, exactly. You gotta read the fucking books, God man. Damn it. All right, I'll go read fourteen books. <laughs> I can tell contextually it's it's Luke's woman. Well, here's uh, oh, it is. 
Uh, is uh, is everybody following emo Kylo Ray? That's yes. so good. That's funny. Uh, That's funny. So good. It's pretty funny. It's pretty yeah. funny. It, does he sell a hair dryer? A line of hair dryers. <laughs> Did you see what Hot Topic said back? Yeah, he was the Hot Topic. Yeah, I did see what Hot Topic. They replied to because he he tweeted to Hot Topic. He was like, "Hey, can I come work at your store (laughs) part time? Part time because I have a really like (laughs) 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 apprenticeship in the middle of." And they wrote back, "Uh, yeah, would you work better like in groups or solo?" Social media interns, like, boom! I'm on my way to the top. Oh, uh, she's retreats come in. Oh, the one thing I want to ask about, I don't know, this the Snook guy is that like part Snook, of the entrenched man. mythology? Like, I, I, I feel like he was just the emperor that, again. It's like we can't come up with a new. It's just a guy. It's just another old guy with a messed up face. It's Darth Plagueis. The hologram in the chair. Yeah, I too much like Voldemort for me. I was like, what is this guy? He looked a lot like Smeagol. When we meet him, I want him to be like an inch and a half tall. Yes. <laughs> yes. The tiniest person that in would the world. Be oh, he's got like, the craziest of all. No, I didn't realize it was a hologram. I didn't know it was a hologram. I was like, wait, is the bad guy a giant? I thought it was a ghost. I, like, I hate yes. this. I thought it was just a if ghost. If you're a hologram, why do you need a chair? I don't know. Because <laughs> the chair looks real. Who is that? And it looks like they were projected as sitting holograms on the chair. If you're a hologram, you can stand. You, must, you, you, you may you may need what's yes, your name? Travis. Again? Travis. Yeah. Travis made me think of a great question for 2015. Uh, what was everyone's favorite uh, social media story? Well, not just there. It's next to Kim David. Like, like I saw Ella. Like, like for me, Taco Bell. If you tweet Taco Bell. It's always good. They they oh, reply yes. to everyone. Oh, do they? They you, talk. We talking about fave corporate accounts. Yeah, like just or maybe someone like, who someone taking it. The one from the woman who was sitting next to Kim Davis made me laugh no, every day. day. Every she was like, "Are you kidding? Office? She steals Mountain Dew. Like, <laughs> she couldn't. Like, she got a book deal. She, she's never been work on time in my whole life. Like, just, she was right. just because there was this great picture of she a chick that was next to Kim uh, Davis and some. Somebody just embodied this chick, yeah, and they were also really like, I don't know, like accepting of gay people. If that, because yeah. it's like pro gay seems weird. It's like they were normal. They were like, oh, okay, so I don't care. She yeah. was also like, who cares if that? Like, it was just so stamp the floor. Huckabee is here, yeah. and I couldn't even get my parking space or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. she just made, uh, sits next to Kim Davis. So the that. sits next to Kim Davis. I, I thought I'm Taco Taco Bell fucking crushed. Social media. Like they, I was unaware of Taco Bell. I never heard. Completely unaware. Taco Bell is great. Just go follow. They'll reply to everyone. They get into relationships with people. Like they become. I feel like you're in a relationship. If you're, I, yeah, I could be. Side, somebody was tweeting. It's, it's like, Neil Hamburger always yes, retweets people yes. who get sick at Taco Bell, yes. and they'll do it, and it'll be yes. like 50 retweets yes. from Neil Hamburger, oh and it's all God. people that are just like. FML, I got sick, sick again from top. The <laughs> tweets are so, it's like, every, everyone's getting sick. So many people are getting sick. It's crazy. And also, some of the people would go, I know this is a terrible idea, but I'm getting Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> or, or it's like, I knew I should have gotten Taco Bell sick again. <laughs> Does Taco Bell make you sick? Apparently, Has yes. anyone here ever gotten yes. sick from Taco Bell? In 
15, actually. And yeah, please. I feel like Taco Bell is the spider bite of fast food. <laughs> By which I mean... Because it gives you superpowers. Because <laughs> 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 it's not bad enough to talk about your severely dehydrated. Okay, I've talked with arachnologists about how spider, spiders are the most vilified animals. If you have any kind of lesion on your body, you'll just say, oh, spider bite. bite. You didn't see any fucking spider. You just have a sore on your body. Yes, yeah, so you have a Taco Bell. I got severe food poisoning. It happened the day before I had Taco Bell, okay. but I also ate other things. But I had some of the worst food poisoning in my life back in September. So you on Taco Bell. Because it was a late night Taco Bell. Right. But it did, the next day I got sick, Great but then again, I ate other things that day. Well, also, uh, large percentage of people who make the late night Taco Bell run are drunk. Yes. No, but this was like a multi day. This was oh, definitely right. spiders. And spiders. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you eaten Taco Bell and not gotten sick? A lot. The Every good. fucking the time for me. Yeah. It's delicious. It's, good. it's cheap. You can get one chicken. <laughs> this just turned into an yeah, impassioned defense you of Taco Bell. You can get a shredded chicken one burrito. It's one burrito that will fill you up. It's like a dollar sixty-seven or right. something like that. Exactly. And I've never fucking had a food poisoning from it. No, it's no. it's chicken, rice, and a tortilla you with know, some if you sauce. You eat a little there. bit of arsenic every day. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you build up. Don't Taco Bell is not fucking arsenic. Taco Bell is delicious American food. Subway? I got molested. And what? I thank you. Chicken couldn't be like perceived as a more healthy place. And Chipotle made everyone sick. Thank you. I only got I only got sick one time. Locally sick. I got, and that's what's important. I got sick that's one time this year. Sick. That was not caffeine. Yeah. Locally sourced diarrhea. Sick of paying extra for guac. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I learned this year? I learned, uh, uh, I may not be paying attention to everything going on around me, you guys. Uh, because <laughs> like I, right now? Like, oh, no, I am. Now I'm totally focused oh, okay. on you. Okay. Just leaning in. Except for that uh, there's only seven of you. So, uh, but here's... Uh, is that uh, I had to take I got food poisoning and I had to take these probiotic pills mm-hmm. and it's their nanotech that goes into yeah. your body and, and makes everything come out of you faster and I literally on the second day of this I'm thinking I mean, this is probably a good way to lose weight and uh, then I said that out loud to Lori Kilmartin who looked at me like I had someone had just told me about the fucking wheel and uh, <laughs> she was like yeah, yeah that's what people have done for a thousand generations taking uh-huh. think diuretics to lose weight and I was like but then you're sick all the time. And she's like, oh my but God. But you look fantastic. It's a terrible sick idea. Sick and thin as hell. <laughs> you just, just, so just this year, this year, 2015, as a grown lady, as a grown lady, bulimia. Yes. All right. But I don't want any part of it. Uh, because so 2016 is going to be great for you. So that means we all discovered when we were 13. Uh, yeah. Do you mean I can just throw stuff up? I I can just not... I can eat whatever I want, and then all of a sudden it just comes right right out. I love the Lester. Remember when Lester and Aline was a thing? Oh, yeah. It was just... The concept was they made a fat molecule so large your body can't digest it, so it just... Has to drip out of your butt? So the water just... That was scientific. She was? Really? Yeah. It's Susan Powell. It's science. This is totally probably science. But it was also great... Oh, Lester. It was great for you to buy a bag of chips that say may cause yes. anal leakage. Anal leakage is one of the funniest side effects. I think you can agree. One of the top side effects of all time. By the way, the sugar-free uh, fucking... Gummy bears? Sugar-free no. chocolate? No. And that'll do it. Uh, Our Jolly Ranchers. 
Oh. In the bathroom for days. Oh, so I, I had, like, I had that with the gummy bears. I don't remember the warning. I ate like a bag of those gummy bears. <laughs> I yeah. sugar free. And I, woo, bubble gum. Sorbitol. Sorbitol. Are these sorbitol? Sorbitol. Sorbitol. Yeah, that's all I bet 2015 thing that's social media related, now that bitch is out of the room. Um, not Taco Bell, but people retweeting girls tweeting about how much they like the smell of a man's colon. Because oh, they don't know how to, smell, how to spell that's cologne. Funny. Nothing about it. People oh, who would tweet about cologne and spell cologne, C-O-L-O-N. And you'd see like a nine square grid of tweets yeah. of like girls like, I love when... A guy walks by and you can smell the cologne. smells cologne. <laughs> Um, you just get to rip the skull. We all had a good laugh about that. We all got dumber. All got I miss that. You missed your phone I missed the 2015 party. The dress? How about Hamilton? The dress was the worst. Hamilton. Well, the dress, Hamilton. Did anybody I'm, see I'm, Hamilton? I haven't no, seen Hamilton. I'm in a Revolutionary War uh, spiral. I'm uh, I, I'm listening to Sarah Miles' Marquita Lafayette book uh, again. And I'm a, and I ha- I just got David McCullough's 1776 book. That's which, a great book. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, Keckner recommended it. David Keckner and uh, oh yeah, you better. Yeah. Oh. 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 my India. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listener, listener, <laughs> listener. Just so you know, Laura House just picked up Laura. I dropped uh, you off. Is that a name? Strong. Yeah. Is that what well, you picked up India? What are you going to take? What are you going to say? Too great. Right, right. He Famous, right? He's yeah, famous. He famous. Anyway, uh, let me recommend uh, Turn on AMC, which is a oh, Revolutionary War espionage oh, yeah. dramatic series. Okay, AMC. It is quite Turn. fun. Two ads look good. Mm-hmm. It Two is fun. I would. Uh, I've only watched one season because that's what's on Netflix. There might be a second one currently underway. It's a pretty okay. fun show. Oh, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. I'm on board. I, uh, yeah, Liberty Kids. I, I bought the the DVD that's coming. Uh, it's a it's a show from the early 2000s that was on PBS. Okay. It was kids during the Boston Tea Party. Oh wow! I've never heard of that. And then there's a musical uh, that I that I that I watch streaming, but I kind of want the the movie uh, 1776, the musical from 1976. Do you guys remember that? No. It's like the guy did the voice of Kit the Car. He was the neighbor on Magnum PI. Oh. He has a name. Oh. Uh, he's the British. Wait, the guy no, who was, was Kit the, the Car, boss, but he was the the neighbor teacher on yeah Boy on Boy Meets World. Okay. And he was the boss yeah. on Magnum. Oh, yeah. Wasn't yeah. he the neighbor guy? He was the teacher and one of us. Right? Yeah. Or there were two actors that looked a lot alike. Who were tiny British kids? <laughs> That's never happened before. <laughs> we just started killing the tiny British I have. That sounds like Riley wants to say something. Yes. Sorry. No, I'm just saying we haven't talked about transparency. Well, Marge, just or charge or forward into those topics. We'll follow it. Let's do one more reset. Let's, let's do one more reset, and I'll do our best to not no, pass up. Let's try. We're just yelling. Right. About probably yelling. Am I right? Am I right? Listen for a second. Let's all do our best to think about how someone's listening to this, and they they should be able to hear what we're in theory. In theory. In theory. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and let's do a blanket uh, apology. If you've listened this far, well done. Yes. Okay. Uh, apologies all around. Email Andy Wood. I think this has been one of the most entertaining <laughs> podcasts. I'm in very So you try to listen well, to well, okay. us. Now, I wasn't coming out saying this is my favorite, but it's... Way to no shoehorn your views into the conversation, right? No worthy. But what is it? Transparency. Okay. Transparency. Is that? Have it you mean transparent? The show uh, on transparent. Amazon? Okay. Yes. I thought you meant the idea of transparency. I was like, that's good. 
That's Not a lot of them. You're a good way to And the other one is uh, making a murder. Yes. Yes. I, I'm currently watching that. I don't want any spoilers. I'm like Everyone in the does. process right now, so. But it's a it's a show that gets you really worked up, and you then have no outlet for this rage you feel about a broken system. So mm. if you like that kind of emotion, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're talking about the evening news. There were a lot of sad about Listen, that. Jackie, admit it. You can't handle that. Your people. I can't handle your Wisconsin stories. people. Oh my God, the Wisconsin accent in that show is just right. nonstop entertaining. Wisconsin, guess what? Great. The villain is Wisconsin, Jackie. I get why you're not watching it. The villain Wisconsin. is Wisconsin. Has anyone ever thought about what it might be like to be a police officer, dude? I'm, that's the funny thing. Is like I am so on the side. Oh, not, yeah, all uh, wait, the time. I'm not on Every the side. Halloween. But whenever, whenever shit comes up, <laughs> I'm. Every time I If you want a sincere answer, no. First thing I think about is like. It's a fucking impossible job. But I've also read enough things about how, like, if you're holding a gun, then you see guns where there aren't guns. If you're not holding a gun, you don't. So it's like, I get that there are things we could fix and make their jobs less difficult. But, but, but I will disagree I with the, if you're holding a gun, you see guns. I, I no, think it's been proven. It's been if, proven. You are, it's if you are, if you are constantly, if you are constantly pulling people over, you are always going to think there is a chance that this person is going to try and kill me. Yeah, but because job, but because your job if is you to shoot to kill, if you draw a weapon, I am going to shoot you until you die. Yeah, like that and that, that's another that's another huge to thing to too. What Riley say when when people complain about why didn't they just shoot him in the leg or why did they shoot him nine or fifteen times? When you're shooting someone, you're not shooting them to stop whatever's happening from happening. You're shooting them to kill them, and you have to keep shooting until you're done. That's the training. Like, that's, that is literally That the is what you're taught. I'm, I've been... Did you not get the memo about the happy thing? Positive thing? This yeah, is, so far you seem to be really on board with shooting is, people and talking about... This is stuff of nightmares. I know, I'm a monster. <laughs> this is why I think making a murderer is a good thing. And this is like, we're a bunch of white people, so it's like, I'm uh, patting myself on the back for being like... I'm 132nd Cherokee Indian. Okay. Continue. Okay, but uh, this show, um, like, even my, my, my parents got hooked on it and watched it, and halfway through, my dad te- emailed me to say he wanted to go on record. And Dad, I'm not diming you out if you happen to listen. There's no way he's listened this far in this episode. No. <laughs> if he has, he's a hero. He really is, yeah. But he emailed me to say he thinks the whole thing is a put-on. It seems too contrived. He thinks that the whole documentary... Again, listeners, I'm sorry. Making a Murderer is a, is, is a documentary on Netflix. And my dad halfway through emailed to say he thinks the whole thing is a put-on. I'm like, oh, that's what happens when your world is that shaken, when you see how much corruption there can be. And I'm a person who also... Will sometimes defend someone who has a shitty job to do. I know how hard it is. Like I don't know Harvey. how hard it is to be. What's that? Like Steve, like Steve Harvey. He was Guys, let's acknowledge how hard it is design. to live in Wisconsin. How hard it is to be a police officer. I don't but, think people understand the amount of uh, corruption that goes on in Wisconsin. Uh, as a, <laughs> they Wisconsin. do now. They do now. They're getting death threats. They're yeah. getting death threats on the reg because they of the show. Now. Right. The Manitowoc well, County the, Sheriff's the, Office. The thing about death Wisconsin threats. is there's not a great deal of oversight. There's only four and a half million people in the whole state. And there is a lot of opportunity for graft. And it is being, from the top down in Wisconsin right now, it is being run by dirtbags. Yeah. And dirtbags encourage other dirtbags. I mean, if you, oh, you want to rise to, if you want to aspire to something, your leadership has to be uh, admirable. You have to want to go, oh, I want to be like that guy. I want to be like that woman. I want to be like that person. And that is not happening at any level. Yeah. But even the admirable guy, like, uh, I'm trying to keep this neutral, but like, 
towards the end, I don't know, 10, 9, 10, somewhere in there, the dude is outed for a sexting scandal. Like, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen that part. She didn't say who it was. I know who you're talking about because I saw an article about it. I tried to keep that. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> read, by the <laughs> way, I say, if anyone here is going to watch Make a Murderer, don't read anything about it first. And uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. I, I find that not a spoiler because that did not make me want to watch it less. Also, Ooh. I will. I will say that. I'm Everything is out there. Already. When it's a true crime there's thing, there's no spoilers. Like, it's oh, a true crime thing. The information is there. You can't get mad at people for talking. But that's the same thing as saying... Spoiler alert, they wear hilarious jackets all the time. Uh, that's the same as saying if a, book, if a movie's based on a book, the book already exists so you can ruin it. But, like, no, if you don't want to read it, gear. don't read it. Here's trouble. Here's kind of, kind of like, for a person like me, I generally side with police officers. I, I think it's a thankless job that there's a lot of shit that you have to put up with and then when things go the wrong way, people demonize you. But it's too, it's too bad, bad. Like but, it's too bad cops get drafted and they don't have a choice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was, also, worst, I, was, I was in the military and I, I get that the military is not something you get drafted into either, but you still go into it and you still might have to kill people. Like it's not it, it, it takes a certain type of person. To sign up for this, someone service. has to stick up for cops and Taco Bell. But <laughs> someone has to. But God knows it's not going to be me. But please, Carl, let me let me just say this: making a murderer, you also see. Wow, there is a huge level of corruption that you can't even explain. Like yeah. the what happens in that documentary from not just police officers, but prosecuting attorneys and the judge the judge the goddamn sketch artist the sketch artist no the judge to me is crazy because the judge the judge the judge could could fucking swing the entire thing if he would just allow things that are reasonable and he keeps saying I don't see how this pertains you don't see how this pertains you fucking monster he's part of he's he's part of the I know it's crazy yeah it's crazy great show very well done but I'm with you you're right I think it's a good thing for people to see especially if I think it's a good thing to get your parents to watch. Uh, I'm assuming every listener is like me for some reason. Because like, maybe the first time someone realizes, like, oh, this system that I believe in, I can still believe in this country as an idea, but I can admit that there are times when there are huge injustices right. that happen, you and know, to white people. And also to out for like, so far. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, this, this is a perfect thing to show people because it's yeah. not just, like, I can see how right. somebody could, like, entrench themselves and say, like, oh, this has become a politicized issue when it's about race. Like, no, how about this? When it's all your Midwestern people and everyone's white and it's just about this fucking family that runs a salvage business yeah. that everyone hates because they're trash and they fucking die, they turn them into... But you know what I keep saying I haven't read? People keep posting these articles like, there's a lot of stuff that's not in the show. Like, oh, you didn't yeah, get the full like, story. I don't want to read it yet because I'm not done the show, but it was yeah. the same thing with Serial. It was like, all this other stuff came out that yeah. wasn't in the podcast yeah, and it was like this is actually pretty interesting stuff it's undeniable there's corruption right. happening though and it's good to see oh, that yeah. if someone's never accepted that that's even possible right. for it to happen make them watch that. that show hey yeah. Andy let me let me ask you this do you think that corruption after watching that do you think like corruption is easier or more I don't know how exactly. Do you think corruption is good? Like, no, 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 no. When you let's take New York City, 
in this place like whatever bumfuck Wisconsin it is. I see what you're saying. Uh, you Milwaukee? think that it's <laughs> the biggest city in the state. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I like Appleton. No, it's like Bedrock County. It's near Appleton. Appleton is But it wasn't that. Do you think that something like this, like a very conspiracy theory type thing, is more plausible in a small oh, it happens town, all the time. or yeah. is it, it happens all the time? Or are big cities I, more likely listen, to like? Be I, I, I default to hate conspiracy theories. Where would you rather live? No, you're right. It's hmm. possible. It's easier. How much do you like snowmobiles? But I don't get what you're arguing. The point is not. It's that, not an argument. It's do it's, you think that corruption corruption is more likely in a big city like New York? Different or levels happen everywhere all the time. I mean, what about like the the, the prime of like Chicago's most corrupt eras? Like a New York a, a New York guy, a politician just got indicted for corruption like two weeks yeah. ago. And nobody well, nobody's watching these things from the other side. Like we're all sitting here going, "Oh, this isn't my life." It's interesting to observe it. Number one, know that you're being led. Like there is a slant on all of these stories, of course. But also, no bad guy is going. Oh, oh, I gotta go deeper undercover. Like nobody's like adjusting their behavior because that bad shit happens in a moment. Yeah, I don't bad decision. And I don't live in LA because it's not corrupt. I live here for other reasons. Right. So the question of where would you rather live is like I never go. Um, I can't wait to get out of Texas and go to LA where you it's not see, corrupt. You didn't like, see Forbes' most recent list of top twenty most corrupt least corrupt cities yeah, and decide where it doesn't adjust. I, you know, I move where the work is. Right. So it's hard to get a job here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we still talking about the favorite things? Of favorite things. things? Catastrophe. Oh, yeah. So corruption. No man, we're talking about the world, man. <laughs> no, but Mitch, I'm with you. I get, I get, erring on the side of like people have shitty jobs to do, but like. It's it's the truth exists somewhere in between that we can all agree and to say that like there's never times when people do their job poorly and for shitty reasons is disingenuous and to say that like cops are all evil is 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 is, is not right. So. One thing I'll say that I think is just like a general trend is that like because maybe just because of Netflix, more people are watching these documentaries and like because of like serial and stuff like making a murder, there's like a better form to tell these stories. Yes. Like, remember, like, ten years ago, no one fucking watched no, documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now everyone's no. talking about documentaries all the time. That's no one point. ever went to Blockbuster and rented a documentary. Exactly. Like, this, I feel like Making yeah, a Murder is, a, is, like, able to shine a light on a tiny slice of this, this and a, tell a very, like, engaging story. But, like, in very, general, the, pa- the fact that culturally, or a small part of the culture, are, like, excited about documentaries again, and, and all right. that entails, is, like, that's pretty cool. Do you think it's because we don't have to rent it? But, like, because I think it's fascinating what you're saying. Like, I never watched a documentary. I have rented and so many documentaries. I think Access, <laughs> really? I think I Access is part of it. Yes. Yeah, like, I mean, now it's part of how Netflix is changing yeah. the way we, and obviously, we people, view content. People in media are talking about it. I listen to Obi and Jimmy all the time. Ob, Obi talks about fucking documentaries every Obi fucking and day. Jimmy? Uh, yeah, he's the Obi and Anthony. Was, oh, what happened to Anthony? He got fired for being somewhat racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anthony went to jail. Anthony right? got fired for being racist. He didn't racist? go to jail. He just he just got fired for being. What did he say? He said these savages. No, he did. Did he get arrested? Yeah. Anthony, unless he got arrested within the last month, he didn't get arrested. He did. No, that's funny. You were saying, but like people are, I. In the last did year, did you go to college on the Hope Scholarship? I did not Georgia? go to college, so that's—I well, don't know why you want to bring that up. 
Uh, no, I'm not as smart as the rest of you. Because you, because you live in Georgia, and it's the greatest invention in the world. The Hope Scholarship is amazing. And the weirdest thing is, is it was invented in fucking Georgia. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what the? Do you know what the rules of the Hope Scholarship are? Yeah, why don't you tell the people? I have a it's, vague idea, but you probably have it's a better based idea because you're from Georgia. It's funded by the Georgia Lottery. And if you can maintain like a 3.0 average, which is a, a B average, yeah. and then maintain that through college, your school is paid for. Your that's college awesome. is paid. You can go to the University of Georgia. Oh, that sounds like kind of Georgia a Southern. But attainable goal, man. I mean, a I B average. I know. A no, B I know. average is anyone can so do great. that. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and I was like, when I first heard about it, my mind was blown away. I was like, "The hell is happening in Georgia?" Because everybody always says with the with the lottery in every state, they're like, "Oh, we're going to use it for education," and then nobody they never do. It's all just porn. Georgia actually did it. Georgia uh, actually did it. It's one of the most amazing things. Since ever we're ever. sharing so many happy things, yeah. What do we got? Uh, okay. Anthony Hopi and Anthony was arrested on December twenty first of twenty fifteen. Oh, nice. For attacking his girlfriend and breaking her There we go. Oh, wow. So that was within the last month, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Last week. Glad we got wow. to the bottom. Yeah. Why are you being racist? Guys, it's been fight. so fun to be on the show. Thanks for having that me. That was my favorite woman of 2015. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, let me let me say this. I quit listening to Opie Nathan two years ago uh, when I found out Anthony got fired and it was now going to just be Obi and Jimmy, which is Jim Norton. Because Anthony's the best part. No, I I actually <laughs> renewed my subscription because I did not like Anthony Cumia. He is a loud, angry person. So when it was just going to be Jim Norton, who's a great comedian, and Opie Hughes, uh, and then they bring in comedians from all over New York to be on the show, that's when I was like, all right, I want to listen to it. Back in. Again, because they have Dan Soder. Uh, Bill, Bill Burr, uh, Mark, Mark Norman. Oh, sweet! Uh, I mean, it's every comic in New Mark York that you radio. Would... Snooze time. <laughs> I think I talk quiet. Super likes talking about the I'm trying so hard right now to think. It's weird that a man is in Opie. Opie seems like a mischievous kid. Esther Koo. Oh, they got Esther Koo and T. They have Esther Koo on there sometimes. Uh, obviously, they love it. Amy. Amy used to open up for Jim. Guys, email in your favorite racist moments from radio <laughs> oh. in 2015, and we'll, we'll get the okay, letters next time. I feel time. like we should. We, there are people who haven't even gotten to their favorite things yet. And for the record, I also want to acknowledge. I know earlier this in this year on the podcast, I talked about how much I hate the scourge of Netflix documentaries and how everyone gets. Uh, you hate that. that? I hate the fact that like everyone watches a single documentary, then suddenly is like changing oh. the entire. Well, life. obviously that's a good, but the I fact that that information. Watching uh, To Kill a Murderer or whatever talk. To Kill a Murderer. You talked about it on Facebook. Oh no, but I'm. Saying, You're part of the problem. No, You're part of the problem. This, this is different. This is different because I think it's interesting and it's not like. How am I, I'm just trying to make myself. I don't know. If it's I want to be not a hypocrite because a friend, a friend made me watch Cowspiracy and then instantly became a vegan after watching. It. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't respect myself if one Netflix documentary can maybe become a oh. vegan. Like, oh, maybe just becoming aware of it. Obviously, like, hey, Andy, oh, my, my grandparents, <laughs> my grandparents rent a house that's surrounded by a cow pasture. Yeah, and every time I go back this to Georgia, I spend three, this. three or four weeks there. And I see cows, uh-huh. and they're all like, <laughs> "I want this to be Travis and Mister." No, you, there, there is nothing that will make you Cry. realize like eating cows is a horrible are thing. Are you saying oh, some sort of cow or No, no, no. When you are, sur- 
Cows are the most. I honestly thought you were like, I went up and shot three cows. <laughs> yes. I, I fucking hate those cows. <laughs> Fuck no, Taco Bell. Like first, first, first of all, first of all, there is no. Mitch is standing up. Mitch is standing up. <laughs> there is no wild cow. Okay, that's not you, true. Here's no, 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 no. I've seen him. No, you're wrong. You <laughs> haven't partied with enough cows. <laughs> <laughs> I know a crazy wild cow. You can't even. You're not gonna be home for days. With old Betty Lou. What about those cows on the far side? Those cows are wild. Those cows are The bovines that we know today. The closest wild relative, the closest I fucking researched this shit. All right, listen. The closest wild relative Literally is like no one is arguing. Is like the middle. It's the Middle Ages. So, so what we have done? This is the grossest thing that you could ever think of. We have created a species of animal that lives today only for us to eat. Yeah. It is only this this thing is that we created it. We Chicken. genetically modified it. Chicken's about the same to eat it. We sure. it the way you would, you but then plant corn or whatever. Go go stay somewhere and look at cows and calves. My brother has cattle on his ranch. They are the most peaceful simple creatures that you could ever see and to look at them they're not that crazy and be they are beautiful they fart a bunch I'm sorry they, they are fart a like lot a how does this resolve from your previous yeah. pro Taco Bell <laughs> stance because I had a shredded I had a chicken shredded burrito. chicken burrito thank you so much chickens are born to serve us they were born to go in my mouth my grandparents named a cow I'm they named it Cow Happy. Riley? Yeah. Is it still out there? No, it's dead. Do they eat it? They named the Cow the 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 Lost Up Comic? No! <laughs> oh, 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 Riley just threw her phone. Don't Listeners don't at home. Right Riley just threw her phone. That's not ringing. She's going to I literally just did I cannot believe. That was unsubstantial. This is my favorite moment of 2016. I'm talking about this. I'll show you. <laughs> oh, my my, my favorite thing of 2015 happened in December. What I, was that? I, oh, I, Anthony Anthony got <laughs> I, uh, I I traveled again. Okay. I, I was in the Marine Corps from 1998 to 2002, and I went to a bunch of different countries. But in 2015, it was the first time. You went like a person. It was the first time since 2003 that I went outside the country. I went to Costa Rica for <laughs> lovely nice. country. Mm-hmm. 11, 11 did days. See, did you see the sands? You're not going to pick up his Costa Rica? Oh, shit. Oh, I can't say India. No one's impressed with Costa Rica. That's I, I think, I think travel. More I want to say... Around trip ticket from Atlanta, Georgia to Costa Rica was $309. So that's what it cost to go and you, you, can, you, can go, you can go out of the country for three hundred dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. I think more people should travel. Like, I just expand the mind. Take a week and, yeah. and see how other people live. Like, being being in San Jose was kind of scary. What's San Jose is like a city. <laughs> San Jose, California. 
But then we also <laughs> San, San Jose no. is the San Jose, capital. California is way scarier than San Jose, Costa Rica. San, San Jose, Costa Rica. Oh, sorry, it's just a washed up comic trying to get in. Just a washed up reference from a washed up comic. Well, premium on 2004. My bad. My bad. Grasshopper walks into the bar and bar there's a few other pretty good you. Any Gary? You, you have you have some you have some surfboards. So your recommendation is to go to Nicaragua. Okay. Is, do they does Nicaragua have the waves from both sides? Because that's the big thing about Costa Rica. Is this a podcast? <laughs> okay. Well, well, Costa Rica the big the big surfing thing. It's an intellectual roundtable. Waves. Okay. You have double waves where they break from two different swells. You surf? Yeah. Together or something. I I did surf. Fucking high five. Yeah, I got oh, up there. I right. fucking rode it all the Have way you in. Missed anything in literature? <laughs> I, I, but Costa Rica, I got a really bad fever when I got back from a mosquito, so you should always or wear yes. off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it was fucking awesome. Dengue fever is coming back. That's what I got. Dengue fever. Actually, you know, you know, this is a big story in 2015. Okay, the go. plague happened in Yosemite. A, chill, a child was oh, bitten yeah. by a squirrel yeah. in Yosemite and contracted the plague, it's and they had to go into these campgrounds in Yosemite and, el- and use this insecticide because gnats carry it. The so bubonic were, one? Like uh, it's, it's not the bubonic one. It's the hauntivirus. It's always there. It's, what? It's always there lurking. <laughs> a couple <laughs> people die of the plague every year in the United States. Is it a virus? Is it The hauntivirus is all over the floor of, of the Yosemite Valley. It's the prettiest place to have a yeah. plague. Yeah, it's the best place to get hauntivirus. Oh my god. If I talk up for hauntivirus, you're like, this sucks, but look at the Where do you want to die? Where's the place? Well, this is exactly the question. What's the last thing? You're going to die in 2016. What do you want to see? When you close your eyes the last time. You know, I want to be okay. fingered to death. Okay. I, that's tight. I like say? that a lot. She wants to be fingered to death. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> your dead body won't be. I want to be fisted to death. I want to be. I want to die loose as hell. Who went blue? Cation. Cation. Surprising. Travis Clark. It's sick. I don't. I don't. Am I asking where I want to die or the She said fingered to death. That's blue. It's not blue. There's a moment that you're having with someone, Carl. That's you. Have you never? Someone fingered to death is very intimate. If you've never fingered a woman and, and felt a connection with but her, then you're doing that, it that wrong. Loves me. That's how, that's okay, how you're I right, wanted to do it. It's like a mercy finger. No, no, not wrap it up. No, no, no. No, I want to get back. I want to okay. get back to. Uh, so, so, so far, I think the things we've said are the best things in 2015, including Man in the High Castle, uh, Taco, yeah. Bell, Taco Bell, Anthony Cumin's arrest, Costa Rica, about cows in a very Fargo TV show. No one's messing. Making a murderer. Okay, go. Did you see? Yeah, you have something good. Okay. I'm not a comic book person. I watched it as a complete outsider, and I was like, and you loved it. I, I loved it. Fun I loved show, that girl. I Fun loved, show. Uh, uh, the bitch in apartment 3D or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. I love that girl. Like, I think she's very. Is she related great. to John? Right? No, not no. Really. Okay, no. Pass. And, and so, like, as an outsider, she's related to Jack Tripper. Okay. I was like, great story. It is a really fun show. I didn't think it was as good as Daredevil, though. Oh, really? I didn't watch Daredevil. I, I only watched movie. Jessica Jones. I really like I give Daredevil. a fuck about some blind dude. It's I just can't. I can't in. get into it at all. But I really like Jessica Jones. I thought they were both great shows. I was uh, very impressed. With How many was there? A, an, a, an amount of episodes for Daredevil that you were like, "This is good." I, I'm or on were 11. You just, 
I'm not done with Daredevil. I, I like Daredevil, but it's... I like it well, when did you like it? I guess uh, that's my... I, I, watched w- I watched one episode, and I was just like... Yeah, but whatever. I've been reading Daredevil since... I think I watched most of it in... Yeah, I watched so one from the Kevin Kevin as well. I could not what? get on board. Almost the Kevin Is Spitzer. it the blind yeah. thing? Yeah. I'm going to say that hallway was, fight was scene in Daredevil. One of the best fight scenes. That's the second episode, right? I think it's the second episode because I watched it, and I was still like, I don't fucking care. I heard that Jesse Jones has a little too much Luke Cage in it. I like Luke Cage a lot. I can't Luke wait for Cage his is, show. No, Luke, Luke Cage is only four episodes. The guy who plays Luke Cage is great. I'm all pro Luke Cage having his own show. I, I, right. I haven't got to see Jessica Jones yet, but I, I, I like it. Those of Bendis created character and retconned into... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listeners, Brian Michael Bendis, a Portland-based uh, comic book writer. Is that right? right? Yes. Who creates... Uh, and, and then, and he's, he's one of... And I don't be I don't be Jeff's getting worked up. I don't begrudge you know, when you write a comic book, you wanna make your mark on it. And the biggest way to do that is to kill Captain America or kill the character and you're like, Well, I'm gonna, you know, Superman dies. And uh, that's the best way to do it. And so Ben is he's known for doing that a lot. He writes amazing dialogue, but I don't his comic Jessica Jones dies? No, Jessica what? Jones never existed. She wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He was What? Wait, you're saying there's some sort of conspiracy yes. of Wait, what? She, he just crazy. made her up, and then he inserted inserted her into like the Silver Age. Yeah, 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 like she uh, uh, she apparently worked with the Avengers, but did but but didn't. But yeah, she was just. She so are you anti? Are you anti that that kind of revisionist? Canonological tampering. I don't understand why I'm against it because it's all fiction. Because you're a purist. But also, uh, they didn't really. I don't remember. And maybe I just have done. They didn't. Uh, they no, didn't acknowledge story. No, no. I don't really they, remember. They didn't do any no, of that in the piece. She was in an accident. Well, uh, they, they okay, did. Jay Gray told her in the bus, and she. Was hit by the bomb? But they didn't do no, any of no, that. She had the powers before that. I didn't. I never read Jessica, Jessica Jones because I don't know. I, I watched the whole show and I don't even really know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like Bendis. They mention it. I think. Powers is good. Powers is amazing. Guys, Andy's gone. We can do whatever we want. Everyone talk over each other. Everyone talk over each other. Go. Yeah. No, I like Jessica Jones a lot. I thought there was a lot of good fucking and a lot of good fighting, and those are key. Alright, I'm looking forward to it. I'm about I like fucking fucking, fucking, fucking is, there's like, it's there was pretty, so much yeah. fucking. There's a lot of fucking. There was a lot of like, sex. That's the new West. Like, in, uh, it was right. horrible. Hulu, it's I, like, yeah, show me your It's like HBO, you're there yeah. for tips. I think Jessica it's Jones was, of today. Jessica Jones was Marvel going, okay, DC, you want to go dark? Yeah. We'll fucking well, show you how to go dark. Daredevil and Jessica Jones like, we can be dark and gritty, we'll do like, you know, those fight scenes are just, like, really, like, brawl. D'Onofrio is amazing as Kingpin. Oh, my God. I the guy and just... He is great, and, and uh, Ted has Kilgrave is great. Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah, he's Kingpin. He plays a Kingpin. In, in which I one? Daredevil. In Daredevil. I, yes, I love so I haven't him. watched Daredevil. Again, I just... Who is... He's great. But Kingpin in the movie Daredevil Colin was no, 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 Michael and Anthony Corbin. I never had Colin Farrell. No, Daredevil in the movie. I thought it was great. Oh, Kingpin. Sorry, not charging in there. But only because I've read the comics a lot, so I have a vest. I have a greater stakes in in my Daredevil love. Okay, sure. And you don't care about the character. You don't. Did you find the show served your Daredevil love? Say I don't care. I do care. You. So I just don't understand. What if the right. daredevil was a cow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does a horse. He has horns. With the Taco Bell. Did you like the teenage cow devil? 
Yes, of course. Oh, see, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got their powers the same time Daredevil got his. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Did you know that? Yeah. Same year. Eight because years. the ooze slipped down from when Daredevil oh, Is Daredevil ooze-based? Yeah. Wait, can I ask? Uh, I thought that the guys who did the turtles, because I had a period when I was like 12, yeah. and Laird. Yeah, I thought that that was like an independent comic that wasn't even part of the Marvel Universe when they no, made it. And they retconned it into the. Well, they what they did is if I if if I have this correct, it's Daredevil and the Teen Titans. Was it the Teen Titans or was it? You're looking at us like we're not a Daredevil Teen Titans. What's the connection? The the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They essentially they took they wanted a pastiche of both those things. Yes. I think it was the Teen Titans and, and it was an independent. Co- it was absolutely an independent. Yeah, and, and, it had no relation to any greater universe. Right, and they made it up specifically to be everything that was ridiculous. They're like, they're, people right. love teenager superheroes. People love mutants. People love turtles, and uh, and people love ninjas. Hey, so and they it's, it's made really, it up and it blew it was, up and it didn't make any it was, sense. Well, my favorite Conan it started. It was yeah. real like underground shit. Oh yeah, and then yeah. give a toy thing or whatever. But, but my favorite Conan thing from the '90s was a parody of that, going at it from the same angle of just like combining a bunch of yeah, crazy yeah. things. Have you seen this thing where they had like, and they had a jingle about this superhero thing, and it was a uh, country cuckoo clock codpiece Zulu warriors. <laughs> no, I don't. country cuckoo clock codpiece Zulu warriors. Zulu warriors who are codpieces that are cuckoo clocks. It's uh, <laughs> in country music, yeah. So they have like that origin story song. Well, that, would you say that was your top moment of 1993? Uh, 1997, <laughs> I think, when Conan had hit okay, his stride. Okay, uh, Travis Clark, what is your favorite shit? Oh, man, I tell you what, I don't know if I should read any of these things now. What do you got? I have I'm a positivity. He I actually did, prepared I stuff. I did, him. Yes. but I have not Why seen. Why did it take an hour for us to get to Travis? He should have let off. He should have been has it only been an hour? It feels I, like forever. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the shows you guys have talked about. Oh, or I've watched one of them and went. What do you watch? You're going to hear my voice. He's a jealous. Be patient. I thought you were going to read a haiku. Uh, well, uh, I, no one's going to like this. Um, in 2015, <laughs> I, really, I really got into eBay. Or Ironwood. <laughs> Built a fence. eBay? eBay. It's a type of wood. Yes. A I, wood. I thought yes. you said eBay like the. No, that's cool. Shit, that's cool. Building shit. Yeah, uh, a guy that's expensive. That's I mean, analog. Help somebody rock on that shit. Yeah. It's like the highest. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, he's talking about something not on Netflix. Yeah. I like this. Yes. I, I got really into refinancing my house. That was fun for me. And that's I got a loan. How did that work out for you? Did really you, good. Really, really good. Right. Nice. Did you get one of those reverse mortgages like old people have? I did not do that. Can someone? Is this the wrong time to explain a reverse mortgage? Yes. Because yes. I, yes. I'm yes. so oh, I really want to understand it. It'll be another day. All right. Uh, I got into Eames chairs a lot. Okay, that's oh, time. Yeah. Super into Eames yeah. chairs. What kind of chairs? Eames, they were a no, couple no, of design things. Stuff. And look, I have a bunch of other things on here that are just silly. No, no, I'll do Keep going. Okay, Pepper Keenan is back in Corrosion of Conformity. That was a big moment for Corrosion of Conformity. Did they open up for Metallica? A long time ago. Pepper is a long time. Probably 1998, 2000. That sounds about right. Yeah, I saw him one. Uh, so Pepper Keenan's one of my favorite guitar players back in one of my favorite bands. I like this, this yeah. one thing that you mentioned so far that I can yeah. uh, uh, relate with. I, uh, Reno is an underrated city. Yes, it is. It's the biggest yes. little city in the world. But they, you, they had a whole fucking TV show about it. Them, but if you leave the casinos, 
It's a fascinating little city. Well, it's yeah, a lot it's of no Branson, Missouri. I'll and tell you it's, that. But it's prettier than Branson. It's very pretty. It's, it's There's all this pretty. tech money coming into there, so oh, it's like on the precipice of being a cool city. Eating chairs in Reno. You're coming yeah. with some sleeper hits. What are you stepping on chairs? It's so angry. I don't know. And then here's, here's my you, favorite thing of 2015. I don't know how to spell it. Any one of us in here could go drive a Tesla. They will just let you do it. Ah, uh, yeah. Wait, what? Tesla's a great one. Speaking of Tesla, I wanted to mention this because it ties into science. He drove one once. Tell a story I, about well, no, it's great. Yeah, well, well, no, just, uh, no I, one's talking about this. They landed that rocket, Elon Musk's SpaceX thing. They, for the first time ever, they landed, re- landed right. a rocket right. on Earth. No one talked about that. That happened like three weeks ago. I just with with the Tesla thing. I I was at a show and there was a Tesla in the parking lot. And my friend said uh, there was a comedian who was at a show. There was a Tesla in the parking lot, and he was like, "Hey, whoever has this Tesla." I would like to drive the car, and then the guy let him go out and drive the car. So I did that at the show, where I saw the Tesla, because I was like, hey, if anyone here, who's driving that car out there? I'd like to, and the guy was like, yeah, it's mine, but no, you can't drive it. But if I had known, you can just go to the yeah. Holy shit! That's, you haven't done it. Please tell us what driving a Tesla is like. First of all, you don't have to drive it. You can take your hands and your feet off of the wheel. I have a photo of me going 70 miles an hour on the freeway, not driving the car on a curve. That I took myself. Did you put a coordinate in? So no, it reads the road. It can see where you're going. Oh wow! So all you so it's basically like a super advanced cruise control. Like you can't go. No, I'm not doing nothing the whole time. But once you're on the road and you set the steering wheel and you set. It the, reads uh, the lines. It reads the lines. It knows where you are. Elon Musk is fucking Tony Stark, man. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Is there a moment when you put your hand back on the wheel where there's some kind of engagement? So it Does the car talk to you at, at any point? Uh, if you hit the brakes, it, yeah, if, you, if you do all that. Like yeah. with cruise control, where you kind yeah, of you can, you can take it out of it. But you could, in oh. theory, if you had enough charge, get in a car, have a show in San Francisco, and take not drive the whole way. Oh, you could just... So you're saying you could be jerking oh the yeah. entire way. Yeah. Or mapping. Uh, yeah. So we've all done road gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it, I, don't, I don't know what I need to do to get one, but... Uh, How much is the, is the most basic model? The most basic is 70000 Okay. To get one that is nice uh, right. is uh, double that. So it's, you don't want that garbage seventy thousand model. Anybody? Anybody? I got a I got a two thousand thirteen Corolla. Ooh, Ooh. I actually got a two thousand thirteen uh, Elantra, and I think it was uh, Byron Bowers. Uh, you want to pick that up? Uh, Byron Bowers uh, told oh me about God, a Byron. great website called CarComplaints.com. Uh-huh. Before you buy a used car, go to CarComplaints.com. Oh, Byron knows his cars. And uh, and they will tell you what people have complained about different used cars. Interesting. And so I did not go to that. The 2013, to you, um, yeah. the 2013 Elantra is a terrible car. Got 22 miles to the gallon. That was a bad year for Elantras. Yeah, it was, it was a, a bad vintage. vintage. That's but what I'm told. Does that fall under the lemon law? Like you could bring it back because you. Except for that, it's across the board, and I brought it back four times, and then luckily right. I totaled it. You did? Yeah. What happened? I blew through a red light at the podcast festival. At, at 1230 oh, at night, I'm having seven podcasts. You were all hopped up on riffing. So you're yeah. saying this is one of your highlights of last It was year. one of my highlights of last year. It was me blowing through a, a, a red light in Beverly Hills and plowing into a Passat. You went through a red light? Yeah. Oh. I, well, according to all the witnesses. I was not oh, one of them. Wow. I was super tired, I guess. And uh, when I pushed, and no one was hurt, so it's all right. 
But um, I pushed my way out of the car, and the guy was standing behind me, and I said, what happened? He said, you blew through the red light. And I said, did I hit anything? And he goes, he raised his hands. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was clearly in shock. Wow. He's like, oh, you, hit, you hit me? Oh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. You mean his, his car, not... Yeah, 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 yeah I hit right. him. Okay. I hit his you car. get more aggressive when you're tired? I guess I get more aggressive. She podcast so hard that day that she oh was like God. delirious. I, I felt the stage that day. She up. left it all out there on the mic. Yeah. I uh, I also wiped out. I was doing Doug Benson's. You know, oh, pick that up. Pick that up. So why is this on her phone now? She's completely checked. It didn't seem like that big a deal at Doug Benson. He's on a subcontinent. I have an addendum to your story, but. Uh, uh, so I feel like it's late enough in this podcast no one will listen to yeah. that I can mention this without okay. feeling any reper- risk of repercussions. But I blame Mark Marin for that accident because he was early on in that stand-up set and he blew the fuck out of that light. Like, he oh, fucking... Shit. Oh, shots oh. fired. Oh. I'm just saying you would have been fired. less tired if the show ended 20 minutes earlier when it was supposed to end <laughs> rather than Mark Marin sitting on his stool scratching his Long face. Light is literally dangerous, young comedians. Like, yeah. it's Burning the light can cause accidents. Of the people I'd want mad at me, I put him. Marin burn the light. Jackie blew the light. Dude already hates me for some reason. I don't understand. This is when you'll know that Marin does not hate you. Is when he comes up to you and says to you, "Why do you hate me?" Because that (laughs) wait. So you 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 think Mark Marin? I'm I'm so sorry, Jackie. No, I I did. But go no. I'm sorry. I I thought what you said was done, and then I jumped in, but you were still talking, and I'm. I'm a huge piece of shit. Go so ahead. we'll do an addendum at this point. Yeah, sorry. Addendum. No, the reason you, you said that the, so you awesome. said that the way you know Mark Marin doesn't hate you is that he will be like, why? Why do you hate me? Yes. Yeah. And then I jumped in, but apparently you weren't done, and I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to. It's all right, man. What were you going to say? Yes, Mark Marin. At least you kept the energy up. That's the 2015. Best of 2015. What else? What else happened in 2015? We liked. Oh, I have music. What was the music? I like. I'll just do a quick thing. Uh, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. It's a band from New Zealand slash Portland. And also related to podcasting, you can hear an episode of them dissecting one of their best songs in the new album on a great podcast called Song Exploder, where the host takes um, talks to people that, that make music and has them like break down the process of writing a song and even play individual tracks from the song or precursors to the song being made it's great song exploder check it out remember when we were listening to them in Joshua Tree on Mushrooms oh my god I forgot about that yes you need Brooks I gotta say though I think their new album (laughs) not as good I love it I fucking love it okay I I was of the mind that like I really like the sound of that album that we were listening to in the desert where it's all like Warbly kind of sounds like it's underwater. That's because we're on mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. but it actually like to it. also does actually sound like that. Yeah. I, it looks it's very clean. I that feel like it. the uh, the the Foo Fighters with Dave Grohl the, in in 2015 they did a uh, they, they did a new album. They well they did they did, the they did a uh, what is what is it called a, a fan what what are the fucking people that what's happening a fan club. So they had everyone in their fan club send them their address, and and they picked like forty people to go and do a concert in their garage or in their barn oh, or whatever like it was. And and they they it was like forty episodes where they would be like twenty people at a cul-de-sac or two hundred people at a farm outside of a barn. It was just 
Dave Grohl and the band playing in Instead in of the, a giant. What if you try to pull in your driveway and Dave Grohl's in the way? You just have like a hard day. <laughs> just trying to get on a fucking Grohl in the cul de sac. But also, but also, another thing that he did, he broke his leg. And he, they like built this, it's so, it's kind of cheesy. They built a throne, basically. Oh, I saw that, yeah. But it was some, a Game of Thrones chair, but, but with uh, guitar But some, some yeah, guy, right. it was okay. his birthday. And he was holding up a sign that said, it's my birthday, I want to play drums for you. And Dave Grohl was like, do you really want to play drums with us? And he was like, yeah. And Dave Grohl was like, alright, but if you suck, everyone's going to fucking hate you. And the guy was like, alright, yeah, I'll do it. And then they brought him on it, and the guy fucking nailed it. Oh, like, you turns out it was Sting. No, yeah. I don't know how to play drums. No, there's no fucking way. I never try and do well, that. Anymore. Drums would be so yeah. How about yeah. here's a recommendation? Damn it, my album is such a better joke. Any LA listeners who want to maybe see Dave Grohl, there's a random chance you might run into him if you come to Maui's Sugar Mill Saloon in Tarzana. Uh, by the Racine Boulevard exit off 101 on a Wednesday night. Oh, you stopped oh, really? oh, oh my god! No, it's a fun thing. I go, I go play. It's like an open jam thing, and uh, he, he's, his studio's right there. He shows up sometimes. So actually, I would recommend two things. And he wants to shoehorn in that he's super good at guitar. No, I will play. That I'm here. doing that more than today. I'm actually. I am going to say. Yeah. Do you know it? I have. I don't. Uh, no, no. Okay. I, I've You've met. met. Have you fist bumped him? I have not fist bumped. Uh, I have. I have the person's most amazing moment of 2015. The person. The person's most. So it, it could be anybody, and it's the most amazing experience anybody would have had. Okay. So in 2015, Bill Burr played drums with Slash. And uh, the the bass player for Guns N' Roses, Duff McKagan. Duff McKagan. <laughs> Bill Burr played drums with uh, those two guys, and then they are singing an ACDC song. Uh, Whose best moment was that? Yeah. Which person's? Fits every person's <laughs> best moment. Could you, you think imagine? Slash is like, this is a real highlight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Burr's really killing it on the skins. <laughs> I'm going to remember this one. Okay, it's so obviously Bill Burr. But could you, alright, like, Bill Burr, for comedians, he's obviously like, wow, you're, Bill Burr's crushing it this year. I'm going to interview Obama. Yeah. 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 For me. I, I oh, thought I'm, that, I'm, I, I'm kind of hoarded something out of it. I, I didn't, I didn't. Coming off pretty strong, Barry. I'd say Bill Burr had a better year than Mark Maron. You think Bill Burr had a better year than Who gives a shit? That Mark Marin got to interview what? the president. Yeah. The president, the president, president came in his garage. Yeah, I'm gonna put my hand. Yeah, I just I, the president. I give a shit. A sitting yeah. president. He's he's done enough. A sitting president is doing what you're doing. Uh, right he now. has done. <laughs> when you put it like that, when you put it like that, it makes more sense. I, if, if, if you were to ask me right now, would you rather interview the president of the United States of America or play drums while Slash plays guitar? Fuck you, of course. I want Slash playing guitar. Are you good at drums? Huh? No. Are you drums? No. Well, then Slash would hate you. You'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Why do I have to play guitar my skill level. I'm like, yeah, I would want to be able to do what Bill did. Like, that's fucking amazing. That's amazing to you. Yeah, I think it's it's your... Yes, I... Thank you so much, Jackie. Jackie gets it. It's the most amazing thing to me. I have something that's a 
negative positive? Let's do it. Oh, you know what? I guess it didn't technically happen. No, did it? What? Bill Cosby I wish you said a battery. Bill Cosby arranged it. That was a huge, Might have happened huge decade. Well, it happened like two days ago, and I think it was the 31st, technically. That was a huge thing for women getting a voice. Hey, Laura, so that was a, I have a question. That was an amazing thing. Is it really Hannibal Burris that kind of caused yes. that? Yeah. yeah. But the weird thing is, I'm not even that connected, and I knew. You know? Well, wait, we wait, all, wait, wait. We, we all yeah, heard the story. Does anybody know who Media Takeout is? They're a, they're a pretty big, like, online... No. I know. Media, okay. media Takeout yesterday. Is on the Information Superhighway? Well, they, they posted a thing yesterday about uh, maybe 12 of the women accusing Cosby. Of the 50. And so it's, the 40 it's all, But all I'm saying is Media Takeout is posting a thing right now saying... It's Bill Cosby might be innocent. Innocent is Seven years ago. Wait, are you saying it's a conspiracy? Uh, hey, all right. Uh, I've been Carl Hess. Thank you so much. Are you leaving now? <laughs> you should leave, Carl. Did that you was your, spell that to you? That was your out. Conspiracy? <laughs> they I came out and said that that joke wasn't about... Well, that. Hannibal was also a writer on that show, just technically. But Hannibal didn't have any privileged information. He just had the information. Well, no, that's okay. Like that's okay. The information, the information has been around forever. Yes. Hannibal references it on stage. And people, In a funny way. Hannibal. And, but, and, but people don't know what he's talking about because so, it's kind of been burned. To the listeners. The and, way, uh, his, can I just summarize his, this for listeners? His joke was wait, 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 Yeah, so, so his joke was basically Bill Cosby's thing has always been criticizing mm-hmm. like black youth in America for like right. baggy, pants, baggy pants and like, stuff. You're a rapist. It's like, well, you're a rapist. Maybe you shouldn't be. Because he thought that it was a thing we all knew because in the comedy world we all know we he's a he hasn't gone to jail for it but we it's just I don't even know how I know it it's just everyone's known it so he didn't know but it. the general either. public did it and he yeah. was like no, Google I, I don't think until the last two years that that collectively no, I'm saying Hannibal's joke no what's Hannibal's weird joke started, that old Hannibal's joke started 96 what is weird oh, is yes. that I knew it absolutely and then when how did you know I, you saw it I, but this, no 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 what I'm saying is I knew I knew the rumor absolutely yeah, everyone knew the rumor and then when yeah. I heard the Hannibal joke which is just it, putting a twist like, on the oh, rumor oh yeah I forgot right. Cosby might have raped rapist. people yeah. 10 <laughs> years ago for years but, that was around but for, for years, years 10 to 40 but, years ago but it, not, it was never it given the attention that it was. Which is sad that it takes a male yeah, comedian sad. calling it out yeah. as opposed to, you know, 50 women over Agreed. the last 25 yeah. years. Yeah. Agreed. But this it's also like, yeah, he introduced those allegations to a new generation that really had to be told to go Google it and, and then be like, oh, shit. I mean, what was his exact... I'm sorry, Jackie. I'm sorry. I talked. I'm sorry. I think Sarah Silverman could have delivered that message. I think yeah. a number of people could have delivered it. it delivered. It was timing. It wasn't timely. You said it was timely? I said timing. timing. Oh, okay. Because, like, there was nothing happening at that moment that indicated it should have been done. No, there was, there was something about at that point. It caught on. Tina Fey mentioned it on... Yeah, 30 Rock, they did a joke. And just, yeah, For but it was the way reason. he said it at the time that yeah. it took off. And is it went, everyone here 100% convinced that <laughs> God. Cosby is a rapist? Yes, yes, yes. Are you? 100%. There's no way. This is like a conspiracy that you couldn't. Yes. You couldn't. 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 You couldn
the same exact story. At worst, he's the biggest creep of all time. Right. right. It's I'm 100% at best. At best, he's the biggest creep of all time. Everyone has a sexual assaulter. I don't know if you're using a legal term that maybe I shouldn't be. I'm 100% convinced that that he's drugged and taken advantage of people. If they were there under the auspices of an audition, I can't get into the legalese about what that constitutes. There's no way they all met in a Ramada fucking basement and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's all agree, uh, you know. Right. This, I, I, hey, you I, were I, listen, thing at the time. Listen, yeah, hold, on. Like, hold on. Hold on, I'm sorry. It'll be funny. I'm sorry. I, I read no an way. article yesterday. Well, somebody has to be a I read an article yesterday that makes you go, no. hmm, weird. Because well, yeah, every single person, documentary tomorrow every, put that spin, yeah. Riley, some listen. people would come out No, Riley, listen, listen to me, just for one second. Every single person that they talk about in this article has a thing in their past that makes you go, wow. Like a maybe desire to be famous. A desire to fuck somebody over. Some of them sure. have the shady past. Yeah, where they've accused... But, but the, the thing that I... Because I think I read the same thing that you were talking about. The thing that I found... Media, media take Yeah, the media... Yeah, I, I read the same thing. The thing that I found fucked up about that is that you go... You can go through anybody's past and go, well, here's why they're not a victim, because they did something shitty before. Right, right. And it's, it's like when Stephen yeah. Avery burned that cat. Yeah. What? <laughs> exactly! No, you're you right. Oh, you never You're right. Oh, yeah. No, it, no, he Carl's right. Stephen Avery, he... That was the best part of the show. That was the best part of the show. That was the best part of the show. Oh, my God. That's the best part of Let's let Laura explain the yes. actual best moment of 2015. Yes. Oh, that's the best thing ever. <laughs> Make a murder of when they were like, it was, casually. it was this guy, it was this guy who we think it is, or could it have been this other guy that was like, well, the guy had white underwear, so it could have been this guy, because he didn't own no, no, underwear. No further that, explanation. That is right there with, like, I could not have shot her. Right. I was in the restaurant right. getting my yeah, gun. To shoot <laughs> Wait, that's, uh, what's his name? Robert Blake. Thank you. Thank you. I you forgot. Everything Stephen Avery did. He doesn't own underwear. He probably still does I never mentioned it again. It was like at least uh, one sentence explanation. A woman is sexually assaulted, describes the assault, and describes the underwear. Of her. Like, I don't fucking wear underwear. He I don't even know what underwear, underwear is. So if it, it doesn't fit, where is it? He's got underwear oh, somewhere. So As a stereotype for poor people was not owning underwear. Like that's a new thing to add to like what you assume of somebody. Yeah. I've never he even thought of it as a part of the like just scratched I don't know. The no underwear defense is pretty solid. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, he's your honor. I don't even I own underwear. Boxes are breeds. I have a nothing. Panty fluenza? What? Uh, <laughs> oh, what about that kid? The afflu the affluenza, Ethan Couch. Oh, is, yeah, it, is it called affluenza? The it's, I thought that was the flu, but apparently it's it's affluenza. Yeah, money. It's important. So influenza. That was a big that was a big thing in 2015. The kid killed somebody and then they blamed him, him in the fact that he had money. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. he said he never said consequences because he'd been grown, yeah. he'd been raised with parents who didn't like. Do tell you him about do you think that's possible to be Absolute, scolded? 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's a defense, but I think that absolutely that kid. Do you think it's possible the way you raise your That kid, his dad. How were you raised, Carl? Pretty well. Yeah, I don't know why I attack you all of a sudden. Yeah. I have good manners. I have good manners. Please and thank you. But I mean, like, do you think that the way you were raised could have Affects made how you I as a person? could have made you be a murderer? Yes, anyone's capable of being a murderer. There's a there's like a very standard set of circumstances that most killers follow. If you but like, we're talking about. Being spoiled to the point of being a murderer. Yeah, so not don't know not, not like the Vikings who like if you want to be a man and you want to go to Valhalla, I think, I you think, will fight I, to the I death. So there's a difference in murder. Like the person he killed someone for what he was responsible of doing. He was engaging in an activity that he did not consider murder, but he did not consider the consequences of it, or that there would be consequences, or yeah. that there would be consequences. Which is where your that upraising can come from. That kid. Yeah, I don't think anyone's actually saying we think he should he's not. Like, he didn't consider the consequences of anything yeah. that he did. He thought that he could just go through life doing whatever. That kid That's started driving at thirteen, right? And I then the car once. No, but they, the just, car they just let him drive to school, and then the, the the owner of the school said, "You can't do that. You're thirteen. And that kid's dad went. I'm going to buy the school. Kid can do what he wants. Is that so, true? Yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing. Dude, that's funny. I wish that was my dad so bad. Shouldn't be a viable legal defense. Yeah. No. Uh, my dad bought the school when I was 13 because I was driving. Uh, but like, all right, you can kill some people. My dad's just going to buy prison and I can do what I want. His dad right? buys the court. Well, can't put my son in jail. This is my courtroom. I make the rules. This is my wing. He buys the prison. I'm awarded now. Oh, prison Recommendation. Recommendation. Narcos. 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 Yeah. 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 Oh. Narcos. Narcos is great. Show. It's on Netflix. It's about. It's a slight fictionalization, but not really of, of uh, the the Medellin. Or I mean, um, oh, what's the guy's name? Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. The Medellin. How about we do speed? I gotta say. I gotta say. Let me just say. Shout out to Pedro Pascal, who's in Game of Thrones and also in Narcos. What's one of the best up and coming character actors in the is game. He, which one is he in Narcos? He is uh, the partner. What's the word for? Uh, oh, okay. He's Steve's partner. He's the Red Viper of Jordan in Game of Thrones. Amazing actor. Can we just, can we what just talk about the career of, uh, what's his name, Guzman? Like, that's uh, Guzman? Oh, he's back! Guzman's back, baby! He keeps coming back! Yeah. There was like a seven-year period where Guzman was in literally everything. But yeah, he's oh, yeah. in some he's show, CBS show now where they blur him out. Code, code Black? Yeah. What? Like in the, in the, oh, in the billboards. Did that your password at some point? Whoa, hey, what? Hey, now. Hey, now. My password was Glenn Scarpelli. That's right. I thought it was good. Guzman's <laughs> character, character, Boogie Nights, if you watch the breakfast commentary, was supposed to be a bigger. No one's listening to this. I'm listening. listening. No, I mean, no one who's listening, but I'm listening. Guzman's character was supposed to be more fleshed out, and the through line was supposed to be that he wished he was in porn, he was yeah. supposed to be bugging oh, Jack Horton. Okay. Okay. But yeah, but he, there was more stuff that like made yeah. it funnier. And, like, he, I love Guzman. Yeah. That, this, this scene with the bazooka, no spoilers, just watch Narcos. There's good stuff. Okay, let's do speed round where everyone just like recommends something and no one gets to okay, comment sure. on it. We just throw out some good okay. shit. People should check out. I've got a lot of ideas. Uh, uh, Halt and Catch Fire, great show on AMC. Nice. I know a lot of everyone's, everyone does, but a lot of TV shows out there. But early days of computing, engineering, intrigue, really good. Halt and Catch Fire. Cool. I liked um, um, uh, my psycho uh, ex girlfriend. Psycho ex-girlfriend? Oh, my crazy crazy ex-girlfriend? I heard it's really funny. I love that. It looks so bad. I love my psycho ex-girlfriend in transparency. My psycho ex-girlfriend. What is my crazy... I'm taking shots. Riley, what is my crazy ex-girlfriend on? CW on Mondays. Okay. I love it. It's on my to-do list. It's really Now. You know what? It's like, I was talking to Brian Cook about it. He goes, I turned it off right away. I was like, 
Wait, Cook doesn't like something? He's so angry. You gotta wait for the songs. They're very clever. She's very talented. They gotta do it on Broadway. Like, it's so good. It's okay. Really, it's yeah, I've heard it's really funny. I like it a lot. Travis Clark, I recommend ICDC on Beverly. ICDC stands for Ice Cream Donuts and Coffee. Some that place is awesome. Mm-hmm. One of some of the best donuts in it's Los true. Angeles oh. if you're in the area. Donut Friend also. Donut Friend. Donut Friend is great, but ICDC opened in 2015. So oh, shit. Okay. Uh, very, well, very well put. Stay on point, man. Uh, I would recommend checking out an episode of Pete Holmes's podcast, You Made It Weird, with Mark Flanagan, the owner and proprietor of oh, Largo. Because oh, yeah. I didn't realize he was intimately involved with that murder that happened at the Silent Movie Theater before it was Cinefamily on Fairfax. Oh, the last 45 minutes of that episode of You Made It Weird with Mark Flanagan, it's better than any NPR bullshit, and there's no sound design to hold your hand and make you think you should feel emotions. It's just a good Wait, there's story. no swelling cello? Yeah. <laughs> how to make a murder show? Yeah. 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 How am I supposed to not feel it? have to be on your own, guys. Don't walk through leaves at any point. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing. Carlos. Uh, I'm just gonna say, if you haven't seen Sicario, you're fucking up. Oh shit! Sicario's fucking awesome. Sleeper hit of 2015. Denise Shelton is back. Fantastic performance. Josh Brolin is just on top of his game right now. I can't wait for that new Coen Brothers movie. It's a movie. Oh, it's, um, it's great. It it's at the three dollar theater. Regency Valley Plaza. Sicario. Three dollars. So good. That's what I did New Year's Eve. It means Hitman. It's oh, okay. Uh, movie Diary of a Teenage Girl, so good, and uh, I enjoyed the series Catastrophe. Uh-huh. Which one was that? That's uh, Rob Delaney. Rob right? Delaney comedy. Oh, oh yeah. but I love I love yeah. Sharon Horgan, and one of my all time favorite series ever is Pulling, and that was a prior series okay. of hers. She's fantastic. They're great together. Uh, comedy's back. Comedy's back. Yeah. <laughs> comedy's back for 2016. Here, here first. It's uh, I. Uh, I uh, am slightly hacky, but I love Hamilton with the power of the goddamn sun. And, uh, <laughs> and then um, the book I read that was the best book that I read, and I don't know, I don't think it came out last year, but I read it last year. It's called A Long Way Gone by Ishmael Bea, and it's a, a memoirs of a boy, boy soldier. Sweet. And oh, yeah. uh, it's really very beautiful. It's called A Long Way Gone, Memoirs of a Boy Soldier, and it was... The greatest thing about it was this kid talks about being 12 and being lost in the, the jungles of Africa with, a, with a, his other groups from they were going to go to a rap concert or a rap competition, uh, which was a three-day walk from their village. And then their village got attacked by the rebels and destroyed, and so they came home. And so the, now they're wandering around looking for family members, and the entire, every town they go to is terrified because it's five 12-year-old boys. And in Africa, five 12-year-old boys means that they're in the army or they're in the rebellion and they're going to kill everybody for Skittles. And oh, in wow. the end, they get captured by the army and then indoctrinated. And they end up watching Rambo and Rambo 2 <laughs> over and over what? and over again and then going and slitting people's throats and killing people. What? It's the greatest. That sounds like it could be a musical. It's an amazing <laughs> book, uh, Long Way Gone. But it was classic because he's talking about being lost <clears throat> and how they took away his shoes at one time so his feet had been blistered up by the sun and he said it was, I was walking on this pathway and I got I got kind of discouraged I was like did you? did you? Just did you kind of just <laughs> that was like, when Jesus when Christ something. I would have uh, I don't know eaten my own bur- I, I, anyway it's an amazing book anyway so that's it how about you? Oh, Passionate defense of Cosby, go. And <laughs> are we seeing it from both sides? Listen, I think that you guys are taking Mitch wrong. He's not supporting Cows or Cosby. I just, uh, I, I just, this point, I just, 
The, th- the only thing that you should follow is your art. <laughs> like, I just... I don't think you should listen to what other people tell you that you were supposed to enjoy in 2015 or what you should look forward to in 2016. Just uh, do what you enjoy and, and have fun doing that. Yeah, like, that's how Cosby got into the situation he's in. Free Kumia. <laughs> Follow your heart. Be and, nice to women, yes. if I can yeah. say yeah. that. Yeah. Stop being there. garbage people yeah. and acting like women are not equal. I'll say, I'll go one step farther and say, further, farther, whichever it is, and be like, uh, whatever efforts you were going to put into showing what a feminist you are as a man online, instead put those into not being an asshole. Can I? Can I? Be a fucking nice person. Andy, do you think that guys who are like really vocal and stuff online. They're the worst. Yes, they're always the secret rapists. Yes, they they really are, right? You don't have to prove it if you're a decent fucking person. Yeah, I think that's a weird thing. So follow your heart and talk about it on Twitter. And thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to this very special bonus. And, and if you literally listen to this whole thing, you know, Andy, no because I want to know. I want to know who you are. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. If you're hearing this, tjchambers at gmail.com. I will send you a yeah. Email fucking TJ. TJ spoke three times. at gmail.com. If you've listened to the end of this episode, you will know you have to send an email to that address. Send it to TJ with the subject line friendship button. That's all I ask. None of us three times can email him, right? I don't think so. Okay, I just want to make Should we all give our Twitter handles? or is that Yeah, sure. Just go around the circle. Sure, real quick. Go. Start with TJ Chambers LA. I'm off. Okay. <laughs> She's off. Uh, that guy, Travis. Andy T. Wood. At Carl has Carl with a K. I'm Laura House. At Mitch Burrow. And Jackie Cation was in the bathroom, but I assume it's just at Jackie Cation. I think it is. How many yeah. Jackie Cations could there be? Yeah, Thank you. If you're not following Jackie Cation, you fucked up you for 2015. Anyway. Also, by the way, if you're on listening to Jesse vs. Cancer, you fucked up. That's the podcast of 2015 and beyond, and that's the one I listen to more than anything else this year. So go check out jessevscancer.com to hear Jesse Case's take on his uh, heroic battle with stage 4 colon cancer. And I, I'm fingers crossed, I'm hoping he'll be back here in the next month or two. And we'll have all three of us back together for is, the show. Is he still alive? He's still alive. He's kicking. And uh, the cow has worked very well. Yeah. Happy what, day, what is his current... Because I... I, I to Jesse I, I, I get that. I understand. But I, I'm it's a person... Free. Jack, I knew him. I knew him six Twitter? years. I knew him six years ago. He's my roommate. I lost. Room over there is empty. Fine. I don't. Good. I don't know that. But he's. Is he gonna make it? He's gonna make it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He's gonna he's make it. The thank chemo God. Shrunk his tumors to the point that the surgery. Jackie, what's your uh, point? Uh, hey. His, oh, you guys were saying nice things. Yeah. About me yeah, we were. That was nice. We were. Uh, the Dork Forest. The See? last episode of oh, 2015. Yeah. Was spaceships the history of spaceships in TV and movies? Awesome. The next episode is with Brock Wilbur, and it's about horror video games. Fuck yeah, that's Silent awesome. Hill, Outlast, and a bunch of uh, Dark Forest. Always a fun podcast. Dark Forest, good times. And I'm starting a new pod, uh, or Laura K. Martin started a new pod with me on Nerdist, and it's uh, hilariously entitled The Jackie and Lori Show. Oh, uh, Lori, Lori doesn't like me. Kill Martin? Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna know she likes She thinks you don't like her. I know why she doesn't <laughs> like me, but whatever. Uh, I, is it something you did? or? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So she's right. 
No, oh, not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just take her side. Oh, well, they have a podcast. There, was a, there was a thing that happened, and she. Oh boy! All right, how do we end this? I can't just turn it off. We can't keep talking. All right, guys. Matt will be back soon. We'll have some regular episodes. Yeah, guys, get back, Jesus. And and we'll also thank our donors on the next regular episode. Thank you guys for listening and for donating, Science. sticking with us, and um, email DJ. Email TJKamers at gmail.com. Seriously, if you listen to the end, I'll be amazed. A firm promise. Yes. Uh, a firm promise of what again? $100 gift card. $100 gift card. $100? I might have been 50 Okay, 50 Let's say 50 Two people write in. We'll leave it to you in this What do I have to do to get this gift card? Thank you. We'll listen. We'll talk. We'll, talk. we'll see. Happy 2016. You nailed that time. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>